Cock and balls. Cock and also balls. Cock and balls. Scenes. Oh, my days. Oh. 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 Hello, everyone. Hello. Dory, me for so. La la la. You've never seen the sound of music. <laughs> I have, but it was years ago. It's funny, I've also not. My mum loves it. Really. Um, hello everyone. Hi. Welcome back to another Rip Run episode of the Scenes Podcast. This is the Scenes Podcast. I'm Graham. He is... Ewan. Ewan. That's him. J. Robert Oppenheimer. He was here as well. <laughs> he not was in, here. Not in the studio, but on the planet. <laughs> well, who was in a few minutes ago at the studio if it wasn't J. Robert Oppenheimer? It was our fabulous audio assistant manager uh, person. It was our fabulous <laughs> assistant audio manager, Rex. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. Listen, can you hear it? Do you, can you hear it? Can you hear it? We're upgraded. We are juicing oh. on powerful new high-end equipment. Audio uh, equipment. Our audio manager uh, and our editor and my emotional support human. Yes. Uh, my partner. Yes. Uh, Rebecca has, has set us up and we are juicing. We're juicing. Thanks to a miraculous donation. I was going to say donation. We've got a, third party. a backer from the ground level. An unaffiliated third level angel investor. Getting it at the ground level. It was my dad. <laughs> We're shouting out Ewan's dad. Yes. For all your computer needs, go Jaiji Software Solutions. Get on it. Just shout out to Ewan's dad. Yes. Uh, he so graciously said, you guys, I'll, I will invest in a nice bit of sound equipment for you. He didn't say why, probably because he listened he's like, they fucking sound shite, man. They sound shite. That's like, I like, can't have that. I thought we were fine. I thought we were fine too. But we're now like, really good. Now we sound very nice. We're cr- crisp. Crisp. Rebecca's gonna not like that. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so yeah, we're we're just we're here. We're yeah, here, we're high end. We got some fucking electronics on the go. We got some some power, and uh, we're gonna just shoot the shit a little bit. Yeah. Today we want We thought we were talking about. What are we talking? We're gonna mention maybe the Loki two trailer. Yeah, we're possibly. On that. And we'll talk about compare and contrast. With yes, compare and contrast with the the most recent MCU television venture, which turned out to be. Uh, not a very good or smart idea, let's be honest. Secret invasion. Secret invasion. And uh, it turned out the secret was, uh, why did we bother? Exactly. What? I wish it had just stayed secret, secret you know? Of... <laughs> I wish it had stayed secret. Just call it invasion. Uh, public know. invasion. Public invasion of uh, my TV screen. Yeah, you know what, we're coming up, we're on, we're on the MCU, we're always back at it. We, uh, we mentioned Secret Invasion in, in the Barbenheimer episode, actually. Yes. Uh, a loose sort of uh, discussion, but, we, we, you know, we've got opinions. Exactly. You know, we're not it's, looking... It's over now. It's it would have been over a little longer for you guys when you hear this. That's true. I, I think it's going to be culturally relevant for a while in all the wrong ways. Exactly. I think we'll be making memes of this show for many years to come. Many, many years. But yeah, you know, it's just a light-hearted little talk, a little jaunt into it. Yeah. This isn't some, like, social-political thing like Barbenheimer was. This isn't, like, some grand affair. Could easily become one. <laughs> <laughs> it depends <laughs> about what. Through the, uh, through the paradigm of Secret Invasion, we can speak about... Uh, the killing of the scrolls. The killing uh, of the scrolls. People insane. killing, people dying, children hurting. Hear them crying. Hear them crying. Oh, but let's uh, let's start strong. Let's start very strong, and yes, we're just off of the day or two ago. It was actually yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Our time. It was yesterday. Uh, obviously not for you guys. Although BST. This should be out before Loki anyway, so it's still top oh, stuff yeah. that's relevant. Much before Loki, yes. Uh, yes, we had the trailer for Loki season two. We did. Yes. Did you watch it. I've seen it. Yes. Uh, I liked it. Liked it. To be honest, I can't remember a scene that I seen in it. 
but I liked it. I did like the vibes. Should we have watched it before we started recording? Do you know what? Maybe, but we're here now. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, of course, Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's chemistry training through. Looks like a great time. Most of them are having a great time. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy for uh, those those two to be back together. I uh, really like Owen Wilson right now. I'm big on Owen Wilson always, right now. Always big on Owen Wilson. He really does deserve it, to be fair. Like the McQueen himself. I watched it twice, to be fair. I watched it on a phone, squatted over my yes, work bench. the way it was intended. And uh, then I watched it here at home on my, my big screen. And uh, I, like, I'm just really excited for a good show. I'm, uh, I'm really keen on, you know, Loki... We obviously talked about it during the MCU ranking. Uh huh. But although I think I've, I've, I'm, my opinion about Loki's still in flux. What? Uh, what? Well, How? not, not veering towards good, not veering towards bad, veering towards like, damn, that was really good actually in retrospect. I think we agreed it was one of the best. We did, we did right? agree it was quite good. I, but I, I always have these things where I'm like, like I think I'm, I'm, I'm more concretely in, oh, do you know what? That was Pog. Yes, definitely the higher end of the spectrum. I think, you know, you're talking the visual design and the visual sort of language, uh, the strong sort of visual and aesthetic voice. It was a, it was a good use of CGI, actually. It was a good use of CGI. Strong use of the volume. Strong use of the volume. Very good um, cinematography in that. Such a good score. I, like, literally Natalie Holt jumped to, like, one of my favourite, like, composers just for that score alone because she dared to do the impressive thing and use a, a fucking theremin. Oh, and I love a theremin. It's back. I love. I love um, oh, I was here for that. I have like three songs for the Loki soundtrack on my uh, playlist. Yeah, so like the trailer was like uh, just a great time. We're not like we're not like a breakdown channel here. We're not gonna like zoom in on the details. Yeah. Uh but I just am generally quite excited to see. It. I'm I'm kind of curious as to what the narrative's gonna be. Yeah, I think we're gonna be mostly hunting down Kang and trying to get him back in the seat. Yeah. Taken. Well, yeah. So, like, we know that, like, one part of it is going to be the TVA and, you know, post Loki season one where, like, everything got a reset and now Kang's, yeah. like, a prominent figure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be some Kang stuff. Jonathan Majors was in this trailer. So, Disney clearly are like, I, I, maybe they've just, like, we we just have to throw it out now. We can't reshoot that. Well, I think a lot of people are at the point now where it's like, you know, they probably can't redo Loki. Even if they do need to recast them, they kind of have to, like, they've already got Loki there ready to go. Yeah. Which I guess is fair, you know. It's not, like, as easy to just completely reshoot him and replace him. Yeah. At this point, especially if he's in it quite a lot. It depends on how much he's in it. But then, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm seeing I'm, I'm not 100% sure about. There's, like, he has to, like, smash open the mural and reveal Kang. So I'm like, is Kang still a secret then? I could uh, just be a different TVA he's in. Well, yeah, I, I think they're going to do a lot like of hopping that. between, like, timelines and, I mean, obviously... Man slipping, bro. Yeah, there's the whole time slipping thing, because he keeps changing outfits. He changes, like, outfits for different parts of, like, the first season. Right. And then there's the whole... The weird third narrative, which is, like, I want to know what's going on. Why is Sylvia at McDonald's? Why are they chasing, like, ancient comic book characters Zaniac at one point? Did you know that? There's, like, the, the movie set... Right. Like a, they go to like a premiere and there's a, a, a actor there and he's Zaniac. Okay. He's in a movie called Zaniac. It's kind of right. like almost a parody. Well, he's a movie actor in the comics. Right. But he's also like a possessed by a parasite called Zaniac or whatever. It's okay. It's like a comic cut. I think it's like an old Thor villain maybe. Right. It's just like, what the hell is he about? I feel like that's like an episode four out of six. We have to do a quick side quest. Yeah, probably. So I'm just kind of keen to see that, but I'm, I'm really enamored with it. Like, know nothing about it. Well, I'm enamoured with that. I'm enamoured about the visuals and like the whole the whole style. Like I like Tom Hiddleston. He's really like really smashing it. 
and you know like for example there's that scene where the they chase down the actor and he duplicates himself and he uses his shadows to grab him and all that mm. i'm like that's just cool and it's fun and it feels fun loki has like a great feeling about it do you know what i mean right i don't know what it is that quite gets me that's why i'm saying i'm like i feel like i'm warming up to it because i'm starting to realize i just watching the season two trail i'm like oh yeah this is like good reliable interesting fun aesthetically like sort of like what's going on i mean i'd love to say that and agree with um that it's reliable but they haven't been recently so i will withhold judgment but i'm cautiously optimistic that i will enjoy this as much as i enjoyed season one well uh, yeah you would hope so i think it's as long as it's got similar people working on it i saw some people saying that a lot of directors are having like visions and allowing them are allowed to like go with it like james gunn's obviously like guardian 3 was like insanely good so like that was james gunn like working on his own lane committed to what his vision was and then delivering yeah. on it but then like maybe like other directors haven't quite been so um and then apparently like there's other ones like uh all the stuff where ant-man 3 apparently ant-man 3 was a nightmare and the product post-production they had to like rewrite the script a bunch of times doctor strange 2 on post we yeah yeah the they were constantly like fucking just we've shot the movie or rewrite stuff <laughs> or at least i know doctor strange had that issue i'm pretty sure elizabeth Olsen gave an interview and she's like oh doctor strange 2 literally we would get like there was like 20 scripts by the end of it and like we would just get updates like on the day while we were filming see that's just no how it should be happening and you're like where is that coming from because how can james gunn pull his off because he unhindered? wrote it and it was wrote that's the thing was it just that james gunn made such a good thing and he just went with it or was like like for example was doctor strange to like marvel kept having like a stick their nose in type of thing i can respect it more if it sucks but you've stuck to it you've committed to it you're like do you know what that's my idea and i'm gonna do it and i think it works but doctor strange too i know i didn't like it that much uh... but, that, but what if the original idea was maybe very similar and i still don't like it i would be like you know what fair you thought that was gonna work for me it didn't but you didn't like try and change it last minute to make it fit for everyone but that's what it seems like it is if they had 20 scripts every day yeah that i mean that's the thing that confuses me because i obviously like doctor strange too and it still definitively feels like sam raimi's movie you know what i mean like you watch that movie you're like this is a fucking sam raimi movie it's got all the the hallmarks of like sam raimi like acting and editing and all that and but then that requires a whole talk i i need to rewatch Doctor strange to figure out like what's going on because what I'm is like, going on i like that movie but it in a just... movie called the multiverse of madness where we spent half the movie in one multiverse i think that's unfair <laughs> I'm not just jiving that. And Spider-Man I'm and just Spider-Verse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit talk Spider-Verse. I'm just jiving him. I, 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 well, I get that. People say that they didn't multiverse enough, but like, I don't know. Can I multiverse in the exact way I thought it would? It used the multiverse to be like, man, let's explore Steven as a character. Let's like put him face to face with like alternate versions of himself and like how those things reflect on him. <gasps> Bad and doctor. The, and then they used a couple of like creative sequences with like different, I'm not gonna read it because it is just like a, I think that's just a perfect thing. Don't change to such a weird one. I think I've seen people talk about it just unfairly and I would quash that, but like your opinions are completely fair and valid about it, so I'm I'm not really there's nothing to say here. I'm not gonna like There's nothing to say. It's it's an interesting case. We maybe need to look at multiverses as like a multiverse behaviour type episode. Yeah. Cause it's such a fascinating topic. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. Are you excited for uh the Universal Monsters of the Dark Universe? Is that like uh, the next like Godzilla Kong movie, yeah. No, that was um. Remember uh, when Tom oh, Cruise's the Mummy yeah. came out and they were gonna do. Do you know what? Bring uh, it back. The yeah. MCU Why not? of like Universal monsters. <laughs> Give it to Guillermo. It'll be fine. I think Guillermo could fix it. Definitely. I think Guillermo could fix pretty much every movie at this point. But he's doing animation now, so it's okay. Yeah, he's just giving up on movies for better. Yes. Well, he's giving up on like the ones. He's gonna make animation amazing, no doubt. Ah, uh, it's true. To be fair, Pinocchio was an absolute slam. 
Well, yeah, okay. So I mean, we, we flew off the handle a bit, but you know, that's pretty much it. Like that, this isn't some great analysis. We're just excited. Yes. You know, is anything jumping out to you about it? Um, I don't know. Just like happy to see them all again. Yeah, you're also saying about the relationship. Um, just intrigued to see where it moved, where we are at the end of it, because like it's all cool getting excited for these things to start. But unless they end really well and kind of stick it and leave us in a cool place with like something new to look forward to, I don't think they've really served their purpose. And I think maybe they've been struggling with that in terms of like giving the fans a, a clear vision of where we're going. I don't think they necessarily need to, but I think it's been a phase and a half since we had a plan. Yeah, that's definitely starting to like weigh even on me, and I've been a staunch defender, obviously. Yeah, um, because by the time we got to halfway through phase two we like could see we're going to get thanos but we don't even know if like kang is going to be the big big bad here or if like like what is what secret was going to be in the end here and that's the end of the, the saga hmm. and we don't know like who's going to be the the antagonist of this but i don't i don't know if they necessarily need to give that away just now it's just something that i think the fans would be looking to because i think the, the mcu needs like a shot in the arm it needs to get some sort of excitement back in it after, like, the misses it seems to keep having right now. Yeah, I... And I mean, I'm just going to be, like, pessimistic here and say that the Marvels probably won't be the shot in the arm that it needs, right? <laughs> now, that's me just saying because, listen, I think the jury's out on Brie Larson as, Miss Mar- as Captain Marvel still. The only thing that gets me excited about the the Marvels is the fact that it's got Kamala Khan in it and uh, Monica Rambo is actually based and we like her. <laughs> what is that? Wait, 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 when did... Hang on. When what? did you become a Monica Rambo person? I just like Monica Rambo, right? She's just fine. Like, and she's like in cool general, and, just the MCU. And then she's just like cool in WandaVision. She's like best. She's like doing her own behind, you know? That's cool. I just don't understand how you can like... Oh, the jury's out on Brie Larson and then just... Because like, oh, I just you know don't what? think I'm she's... I'm fucking pogged on Monica Rambo. I'm just pogged on Monica Rambo, yeah. I don't know. Brie Larson just... I don't know. Something just like... It's not for me for some reason. But uh, she might still be amazing in it. Because I didn't mind her in like Endgame. I thought she was really good in Endgame as Cat Marvel. Mm. But I think I don't think that's going to be what they need. I mean, it could still be a W. Yeah, it just yeah. going to be the side Marvel's, of W they need. The Marvels in my head isn't the tentpole movie that's going to realign the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It might be five. We need five good things on a stretch because like we kind of get five good things we on a stretch right a, now. A, we just need a hook, as you say. Mm. Even I am. I'm starting to force to admit that. Yeah, we. Where is this really going? Because I've been okay. So I see a lot of people complaining about things not being immediately followed up on, and I don't agree with that. I don't agree. And like, okay, cool. Like one thing was introduced in one show, and the next show didn't address it. Like, well, fucking immediate failure. To that point, I will say I get what you're saying, but it's like all depends on what is coming out. So, like, say if Werewolf by Night comes out, mm. but before it, we had Iron Man 3, and Iron Man 3 is going to do shit that Werewolf by Night's got no business being involved in, I would understand people being like, oh, duh. That well, doesn't yeah, tie in. it depends on the, the item itself. For mm. example, I see people non-stop bitching about Tiamat for Eternals. Like, right. oh, there's a Celestial in the ocean. Cool. Would you want me to do about that? Like, I like, get is it. Is Nick Fury going to go and find Skrulls on Tiamat? No, he's just going to be like, man, there's a fucking Celestial there. I get it. And it apparently they're planning to bring it back. And it does annoy me. And they will fix it because they will actually do it. they will bring it back in a time that it's relevant. Yes. But here's the the give on that though. Go. For the bigger stuff, they're not really giving us enough to tell us what's going on. I think Tiamat's a big hang, man. We should no, have but I, that. I mean like like Tiamat, just the being a celestial stuck out of the ocean, Aye. that's not going to literally cause... I don't think it's going to be like in Kang Dynasty unless it's just a, a concept. Okay, here's my point. See when Thanos shows up, you just know what's going on there. 
Aye. You know, right, there's an gauntlet, there's gems, there's Thanos, bang. We're here. That's it. And I'm not, obviously the convenience is that's related to a, a comic story. Like, you know Thanos shows up, they're probably going to do the Infinity Gauntlet. Hold on, hold on. Oh, he's pretty sandy. They're all comic stories. Oh. We should all know where it's going. Whoa. Holy shit. Swing. Yeah, I think, like, if you've seen Kang, we're like, oh, we're doing time shit. We know it's yeah, time shit. Yeah, but then, like, my point is, what time shit? Exactly. That's the problem, because Kang's, like, hard to nail down, I guess. I think I think they could. They just need to tell us what they're doing. Yeah. Thanos had that easy answer of, like, okay, you see Thanos, yeah. you know we're going to... Because there's like, one story with him. Pretty much, there's one story that we all really, really <laughs> care about. Plus, they still went to the effort of, like, oh, by the way, he's got the gauntlet, or yep. he's getting the gems, or he's yep. sniffing that out. With So far, the big stuff that I think we really need to pay attention to that, that sort of is, like, okay, they're starting to like things, is, like, Kang's there, and we know Kang's happening. Yeah, yeah. I guess the best concept we've got is Kang keeps threatening other Kangs to show up and that's probably the only thing we can anticipate. Like, okay, like we know there's going to be other Kangs in Loki. Then in Quartamania, it's like, by the way, there's going to be other Kangs. Then in the post-credit scene, we saw the other Kangs and we yeah. just have to assume at one point they're going to come back. But like, in what capacity, mm. when and what are they going to do? Yeah. Like with Thanos, you kind of just, like, I guess you assume it's going to be like Kang Dynasty. Mm. But like, I don't know, it's different. The idea of just Kangs there... And he's gonna he's gonna do something. Yeah. Versus like Thanos is going to collect the Infinity Gems and use the Infinity Gauntlet because that's yeah. what happens in the comics. My um, problem here is Kang has to be dealt with like far differently. So yes. like if Ka- if we beat Kang and Kang Dynasty, but we've not seen Kang before then, I'm gonna feel like that's like I just won't like that. So I think Kang has to show up in something else. A variant of Kang has to show up somewhere else and like well, be fucked with. Loki season two. Yes, that's our Victor Timeline. But I don't know if that's going to be like I think it has to be like a v- actual like villain Kang. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mister Time is going to be a villain, or he's going to be a villain to that extent. He's going to be like I, a lot of people are saying that it might be like the one who makes the TVA. Right. Here's a theory I had. Do you think they're going to because we're still too far away from Fantastic Four? Do you think they're actually going to retcon him to not be uh, Nathaniel? I kind of thinking, oh man, if Victor Timely is like the one who starts the TVA, is that like maybe this Timely is the original Kang? Instead of like the whole Nathaniel Richards thing, I don't know because I feel like I they're know. they're doing a lot of Kang stuff and then they're going to do Fantastic Four. Yeah, I mean they're quite like entertained, entertained, interchangeable, uh, interchangeable, intertwined. But yeah, like I don't know because I don't think how you could like that's not important to anyone. Yeah, that that's there. Do you know what I mean? They could change that, and I don't think anyone would be mad upset. That's fair, I suppose. I don't really see. A, I it's weird knowing that Kang is Nathaniel Richards, and then I don't think I've ever actually seen Kang and read talk. I, yeah. There probably oh, definitely is. I need to read more comics, obviously, but it's still it's not like as big a deal as you'd think. Yeah, I feel like I I can't remember like all oh, that critical story about Kang and Reed being related. Yeah, but I like, do have a Kang. I have the Kang, one of the more recent Kang series. I need to read. I'm quite yeah. excited to read that. But that seems to deal with Kang as a person mm, instead of like oh his appearances here, here, here. Like again, I don't even know if Reed Richards is in that trade paperback. Right. See, but like the Fantastic Four would be a perfect place for me to show up because if you're not going to have if Kang's your main villain, it's a great place for him. But it's after it. Mm-hmm. It's I the also, start of the next phase. I also heard that, um, like, I agree what you're saying. I think, I feel like, I, I know the issue is you might risk running out of villains or, like, getting a bit, there's maybe an issue of, like, if Kang has all these variants, so he could keep coming up, yeah. but then... We're cheaping sort of, Kang. Yeah, then it's sort of like we're getting cheaped out of, like, better explanations of the characters themselves. Yes. Like, oh, oh man, we'll get Moon Knight Season 2. Who's the villain? It's just Ramatot. It's another Kang. Loki Season 2. It's Victor Time, that's another Kang. Oh, oh, Captain America 4, oh, Harrison Ford's this one. Oh, wait, it was Kang. See, I'm not saying they're going to do that, but like, obviously. I think it could work, though, because if they had, say, this is too far gone now, this isn't what's going to happen, but if they'd had a villain, a Kang be a villain in every one of the 
films and shows building up to it and they didn't kill them all at the end they would all come back mm-hmm. form a council of kangs if you will and like that would be the kang dynasty oh, that's a really that really would good be really cool there. it's not what has happened because they've moved past ah, the, stuff already. The, the council's you know? already there. I do agree that Kang should pop up a couple more times to fuck with it. And maybe, yeah. maybe that, could... The problem is I don't know where he shows up because he's not going to show up in Brave New World. That's not... He's not going to show up in Brave New that's World. That's not going to happen. Um, I've heard that uh, a Kang variant's going to show up in something. Right. But I can't remember what now. There was a lot of like loose rumours. I think, like, Chuck, like, give us, like, Midnight Season 2 and Chuck Ramatut in there. Okay. He's, he's Egyptian. Yeah, like that's one of his, and that. that is, to my knowledge, at least one of his famous stories is that, like, when the Fantastic Four... Like, well, that was before there, there was a Kang, there was Ramatut. Yeah, so they'd see him there, and then, like, for some reason, like, in that issue, they just keep retconning characters to be in Egypt at that time. They do, that. And it's like, what's I going on there? I love that. That's one of those things I love when comics do. I was going to say, I, I'd kind of like it if there was occasionally, like, a little bit of a Kang behind-the-scenes situation. Right. So, like, rather than drawing all the attention to Kang, mm. like, just being like, oh, you know, like, here's, um... Like, for example, fucking Daredevil Born Again comes out. I don't know, this is going to sound wildly. Like, yeah. Kang's over. Daredevil Born Again comes out, mm. and Wilson Fisk is running for mayor. Right. Who's his fucking shadow funder? Oh, it's it's fucking that one variant of Kang where he's a businessman called, like, his name's, like, King. Like, Q-E-N-G. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's a Kang variant. There you go. Um, Which, funnily enough, in Loki Season 1, in the void, you see a, a blipped Avengers Tower. Right. But it's instead of Avengers on it's it's got King Enterprises on it, ah. which is from the comics. It's like King Industries or something, which a lot of people are thinking, man, maybe Kang bought Avengers Tower because we still don't know who bought that fucking building. Oh, man. Probably did. <laughs> At this point, I still think it's the Baxter building, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're, we've sort of hit the, the nail on the head, what I'm thinking. Mm. Um, other than the concept of Kang's going to come back, yeah. what realistically else is happening in a grander scheme? For example, like I guess the Marvels are going to address the Bangles thing because... Yeah. We found out that, like, the Mandarin's rings... Yep. Oh, sorry, not the Mandarin. Uh, like, the Ten Rings. Uh, Wenwei's Ten Rings yeah. are, like, a thing. And we're like, okay, by the way, that's a thing. Space like, okay. thing. It's a space thing, though. Then in Miss Marvel, they revealed that the Bangles came from a place that was marked with the Ten Rings insignia. A different dimension as well, yeah. So but it's like, are the Ten Rings and the Bangles like the same? Are they related to Kang? Are they related to anything? We know in the Marvels, the other Bangles going to show up. Yep. We're going to get resolution get on something. at least part of the, the story. Shang-Chi 2, to wherever it comes out, is possibly going to deal with the, the other one, the other side of it, the Ten Rings. But then to what end as well? Yeah, like, what what are they from? What If it, if it touches into a different dimension, which I think is what Miss Marvel was, right? It's a different dimension. Well, the 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 light... Yeah, I mean, the light... The bangles, at least, like when connect she saw to the, the light dimension. The fingers, I, right? That's the whole thing. Like the, the, the newer dimension, the ah, light yeah, dimension. Yeah. So, like, what's that? It's a fucking Green Lantern shit. And is that going to be... What is, is that going to be relevant to something and in what capacity? Exactly. We need is to find that out. Is it a Kang thing? Is it a Kang thing? I would doubt it, but maybe it is. I don't know. That's like one of those ones where like there's not really any concrete... Like I don't remember anything yeah. in one of the it's, past. And it's not even like that it's like not concrete. It's like I can't see the plan there. Yeah. I don't know where that goes. I don't know what this is. This isn't related to anything in the comics that I know of. Yeah. I don't really understand how it's factored into the greater story. But it's like... When Nick Fury is talking to Tony Stark in the Donut House, he's like the Avengers Initiative. I'm like, oh, I know where that goes. Ah, I, I know what the see, Avengers I can is. See where that goes. And to. again, to go back to Thanos, it's it's a Thanos is a concrete direction. It's Thanos is good Infinity Gauntlet. Like, yeah. Here's a post credit scene with one of Infinity Stones. Even when it's not directly like, oh, they get the the fucking ether and it turns out it's a stone they get yeah. to the collector. Cool. That's an Infinity Stone. It's going to come back because of Thanos. Yeah. So even when it's not directly like Thanos going like woo 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 woo, 
yeah. it's still I know Thanos is going to come back it's and like, do it I've seen it I know where it is now we'll and come back to that the only other thing I can think of as well is that the other post credit scenes were usually leading to movies that were more likely to happen sooner yeah like let's say that the, the, the Ten Rings thing is something that Shang-Chi 2 will pick up on yeah when the fuck are we getting Shang-Chi 2 seven years after Shang-Chi like like at that point we're on a completely different like zone do you know what I mean like yeah and it's again it's a thing like I would like to see Shang-Chi before Shang-Chi 2 but when am I going to see him in the Ho- Kang Dynasty. Hopefully he's in Kang Dynasty. Like, why am I going to see him then? What's what's he been doing? Wait, this heard. is the Hulk problem. The oh, thing is, oh, and right. this is that we're gonna we're bound to run at this eventually. We've got too many characters. We don't have enough stuff to put them in. Yeah. So we're gonna have like a Hulk issue where we've just like missed years of character development, mm-hmm. and he just shows up again. It's like, and oh, we're shit, like, what have you been up to? And he's like, well, I, I, I hold on, hold on, move it. He's got a scene taking selfies with kids. And you're like, what? What's going on here? Okay, I guess people like Shang Chi now. I guess people know who Shang Chi is. Do like, we know? Do we? Like, he was kind of, he got in that bus shit in San Francisco, but yeah. I still get your point. It's, it's... Yeah, but that is, that's what's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. And I can see kind of threads of it now with Bob Iger coming in and he's like, when he shut down like half this production because it's not being very good or I just don't want us to have this much outlay without like winning one, some money back in, do you know? Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen further and for longer. I think it, what's weird is that like, in my head in a perfect world, they sort of had the elements to maybe do better. Yeah. Because I was never opposed to the expansion of the MCU, depending on how they manage their stories. Me neither. Moon Knight's good in my head. I like the idea of Moon Knight just being Moon Knight and doing a Moon Knight show. And yeah. I don't expect Moon Knight to be in Kang Dynasties, Aye. for example. Like, I'm very happy that Daredevil exists and Spider-Man exists, right? Yeah. I, I can understand we need to have Spider-Man in the tentpole movies. Yeah, Spider-Man is like the, Spider-Man. the most famous character of all time. Exactly, right. So he can go and fuck off do that. Yeah. Daredevil, Punisher, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. They, they don't need to do that shit. About, they I... can just mess about and I don't need them to connect massively to it. Or if they did, maybe just don't... Just have the joy of them being there. Like, Aye. Like, like have fucking... it be like a wee tie-in episode, right? King of Black's happening, whatever. Oh my God. Oh my God for this one episode, it. Daredevil's fighting these mad symbiotes. They did a battle world and here's like a fucking like alternate universe Daredevil and it's Charlie Cox wearing like a fedora. Exactly, right. You Like, yeah... I'm happy with that. I'm happy with like it to follow two parallel strands of like I guess the problem is how do you distinguish what is and what isn't, I guess. Yeah. But like I, I was like, it's fine for this, this and this, but then the when because there's been so much attempts at weaving, uh-huh. it is getting harder to know what really is gonna be relevant and in what capacity. Yeah. That's why I'm like, is the Shang-Chi to miss Marvel to the Marvel's pipeline something? Yeah. I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. How important is the pattern? Yeah. And it's all hindered because it's the multiverse saga and with that, you could be in one multiverse in one movie and a completely different multiverse in another movie and you wouldn't even know or they wouldn't explain it properly. Or if they'd done something wrong and nobody liked it, they could just say it's a different multiverse. Oh, they could just cheat it, couldn't they? So, like, there's no, like, steady... We're on sand. Everyone's just on, like, shifting sand. <laughs> Every project could be relevant or not relevant when the next one comes out. Exactly. And I don't think that's... That is the first time that, like, Kevin Feige... I could say that about him because up until now I could be like, oh man, there seems to be like some sort of through line or plan here. This is feeling sorry and more like Star Wars every day. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Oh. Because I don't think Star Wars had a very successful plan if it had a plan to begin with. Whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, Star Wars never had a plan. Exactly right. There. Exactly. But Even the original trilogy didn't have a plan but that just ended up good. The sequels didn't have a plan that didn't end up so good. Happy accident, right? But well, yeah, that's the first time I could It was a happy that. accident. <laughs> Episode 9 was just a miserable, upsettingly sad accident. Yeah, that wasn't a happy accident. That was a car crash. Yes, that was a deliberately like constructed car crash. That was <laughs> JJ Abrams' veered a bulldozer off the side of the road. Somehow, S- seven the injured, movie three got dead. Made, right. 
somehow the movie got made. Somehow, somehow, somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh, oh god, I, I, I. But you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. But the I think what's what's more issues to me though is the, what's funny is is how now the, the, the now the roads are crossing a bit. Right. Well, Star Wars has like the Mandoverse situation. Yes. But like Star Wars has officially now divorced itself from an ongoing narrative. Yes, which is like makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like that's what's got them so far. Do you know what I mean? That's what's got them to this point now. Well, yes, but Andor was exceptional. Yes. And Andor, obviously, it was sort of in the vein of it's going to end up at Rogue One. Yeah. But it was a bit like, no, we can just jump back and we can fuck about and do spy shit. I'm sure mm. the Acolyte's going to be great. Yeah. And that trailer blew me the fuck away. That's like, the bi- I, a lot of people would agree, the biggest thing that came out of Star Wars Celebration was actually the Acolyte trailer. I, I'm so sad people didn't get to see that. Yeah. And that's just going to be like, yeah, let's just do like a thriller story. And it's going to, I think what's interesting is it's, it's going to contribute to the lore. Uh-huh. But it's not like a, a narrative. It's not a point A to point B. Acolyte isn't going to lead to this, which is going to lead to that, which is going to lead to this. Acolyte is just going to put a brick in the wall of the lower. Right. We do have that central, like, episode one to two to three, blah, 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 up to episode nine. Mm-hmm. And then things are just going to decorate alongside it to just build it up even more. Yeah. And not to say they couldn't come back along and do another prolonged mm-hmm. narrative. Again, mm-hmm. the Mandoverse. Like, you've yeah. got the Mandalorian, Book of Fett, Ahsoka, all leading up to this, like, mythic Day Filoni movie. Yeah. But even then, that's still its own, like, brick, its own section. And then yeah. on top, I'm going to put Andor, I'm going to put, like, the Bad Batch, and I'm going to put, like, the Acolyte and mm. the fucking Lando show, which is apparently going to get made. Did you see that? Apparently so. Which is insane. So, what? whereas the MCU, the MCU so far, the problem is, is, like, episode nine was, like, mm. episode nine. You could tell that's it. We're done. That yeah. was the last episode. That's and an now, ending, yes. The rest of it's, like, its own thing. Even though Marvel, you could say, ended with Endgame and far from home uh-huh. they never really said that's the end though well, I don't we're just think... going to keep going so you kind yeah. of expect it to keep going and I s- don't know what the point is that we do end like for instance the DCU right eventually a crisis event will happen now if you don't know much about DC's universities a crisis event is basically a reset button mm-hmm. so if you wanted to flashpoint infinite earth exactly if you wanted to end your cinematic universe crisis is probably one of the better ways that you could actually do it true actually so, for the people that are from phase one to two, Gods and Monsters to whatever it is, right? This is your chunk of one. Then we've got Crisis Infinite Earths. If you like that phase, cool, you can do that. Well, now we're going to recast everyone. Oh, crazy. Think about God. that, right? We're going to recast everyone. Or that's, we've that's, got about, two... that's about 20 years in advance for Exactly, now. right. We've got like two people we, we like, like Superman can stay because he's Superman, right? We're going to keep him for the next phase and then we get Crisis, Flashpoint, whatever. That would be a cool way of doing it. But Marvel doesn't have that because in the comics even, it's still one universe. Yeah, they don't reset Marvel. There's still a timeline. Apparently, Peter Parker in the 60s is Peter Parker now. We'll question aging. Yeah. Apparently, that, that's the reading. You could do that and it would all make sense to you. But there's no like hard reset. There's like alternate versions. So like Ultimate Spider-Man or like the, the storylines where it's like Fantastic Four the end. Like Stanley writes in, it's supposed to be the last Fantasy, Fantasy Four sto- uh, story. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But it's not canon. Right. So there's no way to like really end it. And I don't know if they ever will. Probably when the money stops coming in, they will. I was going to say, they realise that the decline is happening. They're like, fuck, we got to cut this, bro. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you make a brilliant point. Like, how do you end the MCU? Huh? It's like a sort of a, a two-parter between like, we expect to keep going. We now, every time they keep adding to it, it's like, well, it has to join the flow. Yeah. That is a great way of looking at it. It's the flow. Mm. We're just flowing forward, and now we have to pull in like everything else. And yeah. Marvel struggles to figure out a way to sort of curve, like mold the flow. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? So the more things are coming in at the flow that we expect to be there, and then the more you realize the fucking pipes are shaking, yeah. and they're like the fucking <sighs> the bolts are flying off. The bolts are flying off, and it's like, where, where are we going with this? Like, I like the plug-in nature of Star Wars universe, and I think the Clone Wars is the best thing they've ever done. Right? I think it improves like everything about the prequels, and then it sends us up for Ahsoka which leads into Rebels, which, from what I've seen, is great, and then leads into Mando, which I think is also amazing, mm-hmm. and it leads into Ahsoka later this year, right? So I think if the MCU were to plug stuff in in the back, it could work. It need to be right, though. And then you've got people questioning, why, where was this person then? Why did mm-hmm. they not intervene here? Whatever, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That could be like a sticking point for most people, but I think they could get, maybe get some success from that if they run out of road forward. They're like, where do we go here? We could maybe just look back and do a cool story there. Yeah. I think it's about drawing a line between, you know, those characters who are going to matter and who are not going to be quite as big a deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how is Moon Knight going to really be that big a deal? Or did you just want to tell a cool Moon Knight story, which you both can and did? Yeah. And again, that one felt so self-contained and personal that I feel like Moon Knight is the blueprint of, like, the ideal. Like, well, that was just a cool story about a Marvel character that puts him in the universe. Mm. I'm not going to be asking, where's Moon Knight in all of this? Yeah. I'm going to be like, if there's a big event where they bring in as much, I'm like, oh man, I hope they get Moon Knight in. But yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh fuck, if Moon Knight's not here, it's not going to work. I'm going to be asking, where's Shang-Chi? Mm. Because he got a tentpole movie that was a big deal that set up things. Yeah, I'm going to be asking, like, where is Sam Wilson, Captain America? Which Davide is going to show up. I, I don't know. I, I just, you have to imagine they knew what they were doing at the start. The fact that they were able to go this far in advance and set up these these many characters and that. like, yeah, You have to imagine they knew what they were doing. You surely. can't just say we're going surely. to do a Kang Dynasty and then a Secret Wars. We, yeah. we, we absolutely don't know how that's going to work. We need to know where we're going here. And surely they do. Otherwise, like, Kevin Feige can't just decide I'm going to go out on stage at Disney Expo and announce all these movies. People above him that pays wages and, like, budget these movies for them have to know the plan. <laughs> like, he's got to pitch <laughs> someone, something to them. For God's sake, someone has to know the plan. No, I understand. Man's got a lot of credit because he gave them, like, the most successful franchise in Disney history. Mm-hmm. Probably. Right? Pretty much, aye. So, he's got a lot of credit. He probably could have went into the room and just say, I've got it, guys, don't worry. And they'd have said, okay. I'm 100% we've got nothing but faith in you. Yeah, exactly. He right. walks out of the room, he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. I don't have enough hats. What'd I do? <laughs> Uh, I just said Secret Wars. I just said Secret Wars. They fucking came they, with their pants. They, they don't even know what Secret War. <laughs> exactly. Two, three. Who knows, right? <laughs> they could have done that. That very, like... Yeah. So you're right. They must have some sort of plan. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, and it's like, are they still on it? Because things are getting so shifted because exactly. of COVID and the strikes now. You were saying like... at the start of it, uh, it wasn't involved as much because it had so much shit to do. Mm. So it could leave Taika Waititi to do his own thing, which wasn't the best idea in the yeah. end. But it's because he had faith in him from the previous stuff they'd done and he was so busy with all the other stuff. Now, the other stuff, I don't know if we've seen it all yet or if it's stuff like he was making sure it was all on track going down this road. It could have been that that we maybe see later on. Mm-hmm. That's the, maybe there's like almost an eerie hope to that. Yeah. Imagine like a decade from now mm. and we've seen it all. Yeah. We've seen like Fantastic we've finally Four finished the Multiverse Wars, Saga. And then you're like, fuck he was right. Um, I would love that, Ewan. I would love, I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to go back and see, you know what, Phase 4 actually was integral and it was amazing mm-hmm. because they've made everything great by like later stuff. They just got, they, you know what, Graham? They did it. They did it. I would love that to happen. But um, something that would shake our faith in that yes. would be a little sort of a, a bump in the road. A bump in the road. A little bit of a... <laughs> yeah. It might be like uh, A Nightmare on Street 2 
in the opening nightmare sequence where they're all on a bus and then it enters the nightmare and they're suddenly on this massive like spire uh, and there's nothing around them it's just like a big crevasse it could be like that it could be like that I was thinking a bit more like in Silent Hill when you go to the other world oh it's just cut off like I feel like I've just walked through a door and now all the walls are bleeding yes and that's Secret Invasion that's Secret Invasion Marvel's Secret Invasion Marvel's Secret Invasion which is wrapped up just recently for us yes and um it's it's a rare moment when Ewan can sit down put his clasp his two hands together and go that was dog shit yeah it's at least the second time it's happened and you know what it's post phase 3 so even I have to take a hit and be like oh, fuck damn the two bad things in the MCU were like after Endgame damn shit man so Secret Invasion yes I will say if you've watched this show uh, you can go and read the Secret Invasion comic oh, and yeah. have nothing spoiled for you please read the Secret Invasion comic this show is absolutely nothing like it yes the Secret Invasion comic is good the tie-ins are good the end of the show could have possibly set up a comic version of it. Pretty much, but yeah. we're not doing that at all. Well, I mean, every, everybody in their mother said that one of the scenes in the last five minutes of the show was a better setup for the fucking show than everything else that happened in the show. Honestly, yeah. I would. That is a much better spy thriller show mm-hmm. after the end. That one credits, <laughs> it was... So, like, so just to run a quick synopsis... Yeah, we'll get you through that all quickly, okay? Yeah, so Secret Invasion... I'll lead the synopsis because I remember what happened. I don't, really. I watched it and then forgot it. Graham, by his own admission, fell asleep during one of the episodes. I did. I did. And it was honestly one of the better episodes. And it was one of the better episodes. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, so Secret Invasion, in name only. Yes. Uh, it's based on the comic event of the same name where uh, a bunch of scrolls infiltrate society based... Have you read Secret Invasion? No, but I know the big beats. Yeah, I know the roughly. big beats as well, pretty much. It's pretty much a bunch of like superheroes and important people get replaced. Mm. It's part of like a Skrull invasion of Earth. And yes. It all kicks off as people start to find out who's a Skrull. There's a lot of like, who is real, who is not. Yeah. The events keep happening. There's like, I know at one point like a spaceship full of heroes comes back and they're like, mm. oh, we were trapped by Skrulls the whole time. So all the ones of us that you know are Skrulls. And it's like, but are they? Are you the Skrulls? Oh. Paranoia, tension, explodes into combat and fighting. Fantastic. It's great. It's it's really great. The show is basically like, let's just take that and compress it into a little cube. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it's a Nick Fury project. Yes. It's a, it's a Nick Fury discovers that there's a, 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 a terrorist group of Skrulls that are, are trying to take over the world. Yes. By disguising themselves as like, important people and sort of instigating themselves into positions of power for the purpose of literally like blowing up the world so that they can basically extinct the humans and rule over it and claim the planet for themselves yeah it builds on actual all right decent interest in scroll lore yeah i like what the scrolls were doing at that point in the mcu i like the idea that they actually get turned into like straight chain heroes i like yeah. the idea in captain marvel oh no the scrolls are actually not the problem the it's good the guys because in the comics i mean yeah the crew are also fucking evil yeah. um and then well, the, I think it's more a matter of perspective in the comics. Like they're always true, at war, right. and we're like well, we're the humans, so we don't really get involved with it. It's true. We don't really see the clear. The clear very. I think the clear like maybe more good than bad because the clear like just sort of assholes. Aye. And I mean the scrolls always things. seem like jobbers when they come on. It's true. Fair. Like the secret invasions are a great example. The, the scrolls are like we're going to come out a mass 
invasion I... and do evil like evil things and anytime you see like a scroll leader they're like oh i'm a bastard <laughs> and then like in secret invasion they actually recruit the kree i believe like they, at one point they go and they're like kree we got a bunch of fucking scrolls do you want to come in and smash fuck and let's the, go. they're like the accusers are like let's go if I know one thing, it's how to bring a hammer down on a scroll. <laughs> so, like, the Kree are they're basically assholes, but then the Kree do shit like half world, because in the comics, I'm pretty sure the Kree are responsible for Rocket Raccoon. Right. And, like, they're all, like, evil assholes, or, or like, something like that. They do experimental shit. The Inhumans, the Inhumans are know. Kree, are they not? I don't know. Terrigen's Kree, or is that just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who fucking knows? Either way, the, as you say, there is a perspective thing, and there's levels. Yeah. In the MCU, it was a bit like the Kree are kind of bastards. Yeah. The scrolls are actually just a, an innocent immigrant race. We've been set up that way you so know, far, yeah. And it, I thought that was interesting. Mm. And I even thought the premise of Secret Invasion wasn't impossible. They're like, well, we can't sponge the use of the Skrulls as villains. Yeah. So we do have a radical terrorist Skrull cell. Uh-huh. But it falls apart rapidly. Almost. Well, definitely by the end of the first episode. Definitely by the end of the first episode. It's best not to talk about We don't need to analyse Secret Invasion in terms of what actually happens. That's what you know. Nick Fury goes to investigate it. There's trials and tribulations. Talos's daughter's there. Spoilers. Yep. Talos dies. Talos dies. Me the hell just yep. dies because... Just dies. Talos's wife, who's been linking every property up to this point, she just died off screen. You didn't see it. Um, you don't see her. Um, Nick Fury, like, I guess, wins. Mm. He stops the terrorist cell. He sends out Talos's daughter. Yep. Gaia. Gaia. She's on, her own. She's on her own thing now. She does a big CGI fight with the CGI villain Gravik. Yep. Which is exactly what I was dreading from the start. And I told you that. Exactly you knew it would happen. We knew this was going to happen. The Nick Fury saves the president from a bunch of scrolls. The president's like, hey, uh, we should kill every alien ever. Ever. Uh, as I said, there was like a great scene at the end where like they, they fucking like... They go about like, killing more leaders. Yeah, a bunch of like humans start killing like random like important people because like some of them are scrolls and, and you they see might that be. some of them are still scrolls. Some, some of them, them aren't scrolls. Some of them are not scrolls. The president's yeah. like, we should kill the fucking aliens. And Nick Fury's like, oh, I'm not happy about that. Which doesn't, you know, I think even when we say it on a grand scale, it doesn't sound inherently bad. Even I mean, I don't know, the CGI fight. Okay. It might have been good if the execution was better, yeah. Yeah, like, what we need to just simple. say is that a secret invasion wasn't good. Yeah. And there's a couple of reasons. There is a reason why that last episode is the lowest rate Rotten Tomatoes thing 13%. on the planet. 13%. <laughs> that's insane for an MCU property. Yeah. And I don't even think that the last episode was quote-unquote that bad. It wasn't my least favorite episode of the series. No. I think it's just the problem is that it so dramatically whole... failed to deliver Aye. and failed to wrap it up exactly it didn't, it, it's not as if the previous episode set up anything cool and interesting but yeah. like the finale just was doomed to flub yeah we knew it was going to flub we Aye. knew it just was not going to do it right yeah, and it yeah. just didn't do it right of course first issue right let's just get this out of the way go on why the fuck was this about Nick Fury I don't know like what's Nick Fury been doing he's been gone for five years he could just stay gone he was on a space station right yeah and we still don't know why he was on that space station why was he on that when did we see him on the space station end of Cat Marvel no it was the end of uh, Far From Home end of Far From Home maybe they revealed that Nick Fury made a hell in that movie yep. with Talon and, so- Talon and Soren he's just sort of up there he's on a space station fucking what sun lounging you know uh, he's just having a holiday just can't get with skulls and it's like, all right, what was Wildly he doing? Dane. Sex episode trip, but I mean, not once did he say what the fuck he was actually doing on the space station. We still, I bet in the Marvels, we still don't know. Do you know what? I bet that too, actually. We still actually don't know. I feel know like they might done. not even properly establish what the deal with the space station is. Aye. So he's just up there messing about. He comes back down because he's got a personal reason. I like fathered these girls basically yeah. into this job. Now, can I be frank? Again, that was a thing about this I actually thought was cool and interesting. The whole, the whole. The problem is, though, right? Why now? Why, no, why did he come back now? 
Yeah, but when did Gravik start grabbing these people? That's a good point, yeah. He basically says that he came back now because Gravik was becoming an issue, but like, what exactly was the catalyst? Aye. He just sort of knows. That was my first major issue of the show. He even just gets the, it. Even in the first episode, I'm like, I'm no happy at this. They just know there's a secret invasion from the they start. They just know there's a secret invasion. Fucking Nick Fury and Olivia Coleman and all the people are like, oh yeah, we just know there's Skrulls. It just is an invasion. We it's just no know secret. about that. We just know about the Skrulls. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, well, episode one, the invasion's not a secret anymore. Aye, it's out. The secret is like, out. Cool. There's no paranoia in this show. Aye. There's no, we don't know who we can trust, we don't know who's a Skrull. There's like a bit of it but we know. It, well, yeah, we pretty much it's know. It's not in doubt for us, which it should be. Exactly. Like, no one... I mean, I'm surprised it was even in doubt for some of the people in the property. Aye. One of the main... The big scroll reveal, right? So, uh, and this is also a complaint itself. There wasn't, like, anybody in this. Aye. Secret Invasion of the comics was, like, every hero... Like, one person that mattered would have been nice. There was pretty much every hero in the comics. In this one, they could only afford Don Cheadle. Yeah. So, he was the only superhero in it. And, of course, he was... Then the scroll. Hold on. I want to sidebar here quickly. Oh. How funny would it have been at the end if it was actually Terrence Howard? How <laughs> funny would that have been? The pod? I just, I can't believe that. I can't believe that, that, <laughs> that could have happened. Could you have imagined if it was fucking Terrence Howard? The scenes, man. In the pod. The scenes, man. But the problem is he, he acts so maniacally out of character. Yes. He's so hand-grubbingly evil. And I'm like, that's just not how Don Cheadle War Machine Aye. would have acted. Rhodey's better than this. Exactly. So there's no tension because I know he's a scroll, and then they also just show that he's a scroll. So as you say, we already know, um, but then the characters in the the, sh- the show don't, but they should because he's not acting anything like how the characters should. But that act. doesn't even matter because the next, literally, the reveal at the end of the episode, and then the next episode, the first scene, Nick Fury's with him. He's like, man, I fucking know, bro. Yeah, I know you're a scroll, by the I way. I fucking know, bro. But then it's like I, I at least understood that I think Nick worked out from hearing him on the radio. But like, he needs yeah. fucking Kermit Fury. Aye. I'm like, that's cool. Why does the president not know when they're in a room? And the Rhodes is like, ah, president, you should nuke Russia. Yeah. We should start World War Three. Do it now. We should just blow up all the bombs. Right, I'm the button here. And Crack Nick it. Fury's like, mate, don't do that. And he's like, I just don't fucking know how to trust you. Oh my god. Who do I trust you? The guy tell me commit nuclear genocide. Yeah. The guy tell me to at least wait to commit nuclear genocide. Exactly. Just think for a sec, bro. Like, I don't get it. Who to trust? Aye. They're not going to nuke you. You've got the power. Like, uh, you've you got can, your finger literally yeah. on the button. Point, you've got bro. the choice here. You don't need to nuke anyone. And that's like so shit. Like, come the fuck on, bro. There was just no paranoia. There was no tension. There was no debate. You, there mm. were, you, were, you were barely... I, I couldn't remember any points where I thought, oh, they were a scroll. Yeah. None. None. It was just like... Ugh. I've seen a lot of people... What did you think about Gravik? Uh, like, his cause is cool. Like, that makes sense. Like, I want to make a planet for the scrolls. We've been used, basically. Let's just oh, yeah, turn I'll it get back. back to that because I do really want to say it. I like that the flashback stuff. I like yeah. the idea that like Nick was like, Yeah, I've got these scrolls and we're gonna try and help me find a planet, but yeah. you know what, see why you're here, can you help me? And then the slow reveal that Nick ended up basically be using them as his spy bases. Yeah. How did Nick get so good? He had a fucking shape shifting assassin like league. Yeah. Really cool, interesting. The idea that Gravik was one in, like a young person who got locked in and that and he had to like do bad things for young age and mm. his relationship with Nick. A lot of people said like they had like a really bad relationship, Gravik and Nick, but not bad as in not friendly, as in bad as in poorly developed and that. Yeah. I actually disagree. I kinda of thought the that actual interpersonal conflict was interesting. It's more just that like it was just sort of left there. Yeah, they don't like mess with much. They don't mess with much. There's just a lot of fury talking about how Gravik's my responsibility to do it, and then Gravik, I cut to Gravik going like, oh, I fucking hate that Nick Fury. 
And then uh, in the finale, Gravity and Nick Fury don't even actually technically talk. Yeah, I really, I mean, I really don't think like any of the relationships in this show are very well developed, apart from his love story. Well, do you care about Nick Fury's wife? I actually don't care about her, right? Nick also doesn't care about her, also, to be fair. Nick hates his wife. Nick also doesn't care about Nick her. Nick fucking hates his wife. The only sort of character development and story development that Aye. happens in this is Nick Fury being like, do you know what? I don't care that you're green, I still love you. Yeah. And do you know what? Like, I actually just don't think he even needs... I don't know why she's there. I don't yeah, know why he needs a thing. love story. The idea that Nick having a wife and then doing something with it isn't inherently a problem. No. The, well, the Having a super is, spy with a wife who like just stays home and is like, where are you? That seems ni- cool to me. It's just nice to know about Nick. Yeah, it's just Aye. nice to know that he has a whole thing going. The problem is, is that it's meaningless and exactly. it was just a big deal. And, like, how is this relevant to the... Oh, by the way, there's a secret invasion going Aye. on over there. And now, all we're back and to the space station. And like, tangentially related to it. They always made, like, the whole wife thing such a big deal in the context of, like, the yeah. the invasion itself. We spent like, a lot of time with She betrayed her and now we need to go kill her. And I'm yeah. like, why are we still here? We've got a whole flashback of them falling in love. You fucking launched... You were going to launch the nukes episode to go and, you know, like, get to that fucking house and kill that lady. I just was like... I'm like, they really wanted us to think that this was a big deal and it's like bro aren't we dealing with like a global multinational nuclear war scenario infiltration yeah. and you're devoting like half of these episodes to like the interpersonal drama of Nick Fury and his wife mm. maybe not le- really loving each other as much as they thought they did but ultimately Aye. they did anyway at the end cool thanks Ben Mendelsohn's dead by the way you killed two cool characters on this show by the way for no reason Maria Hill gets shot at the end of the first episode she deserved better hashtag Kobe Smulders deserve better she deserves so much fucking better this character is just really needed a time to shine she's been a stalwart since Iron Man 2 or 1 whenever it was literally she was like always there and important and I was like this is going to be a show where she says a bit more going on and they were like this is going to be a show where she says a bit more going on I'm like cool and they fucking pancake on the first episode and she gets relegated to guest appearances for the next four episodes and all those guest appearances are we saw the security footage of her getting shot again exactly we had to pay Kobe Smulders to use a fucking different angle of that then in episode four which is probably one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen in my life (laughs) we fucking they just killed Talos too Hi. I want to talk about episode four. Go on. Episode four is um basically like it's the, like the big middle climax. The big sort of middle climax. There's a uh, Nick and his wife have like a whole debate and they think they're gonna shoot each other, but they don't because they love each other. And then uh like the president's in a convoy and the convoy gets attacked by skrulls, but the skrulls are all pretending to be Russians because they want to do a false flag operation. Yep. And it's like the episode is like twenty minutes long. It is actually like twenty minutes long. Yeah. Did you see the episodes get shorter? Every episode is shorter than the last episode. That's because they knew they must have cut so much shit I mean I, I would hope like I'd hope they cut stuff but then what were they cutting by god were like if Worst what we stuff, got was the rest maybe. of the secret invasion in the, in the cut possibly I hated episode 4 yeah because of the, the convoy stuff I mean the rest of the episode was just like fine a lot of it was like what's really the point where's this going but the convoy stuff we've was, just got a fight we're Why? Just, the, the president is in a convoy with no air support and an open road in the middle of England right yeah they are approached, they are jump scared. Just landed. Because there's a couple of helicopters that teleport in behind some trees and they've got no response to that and they immediately get flattened and then there's a big fight and then like Gravik's there mm. fucking using, because Gravik also scroll is like, going to become a super scroll. Oh That's yeah, we, side plot. I forgot about that, hold on. We forgot they've, that he's a big CGI yeah. man. The scrolls have built a super machine a machine. Injects some sort of genetic DNA into you. They can blast you. you with fucking Raise. DNA. 
Aye, it's, ba- is it gamma rays? it's basically gamma rays, right? I don't know if they ever describe it. some weird, because radiation shit has evolved. They have, like, DNA, and they just use that DNA into you. Aye, and you just become powers. Like, at the start, it just seemed like they were going for a base Super Scroll thing. Yeah. But because they've not got the Fantastic Four yet, they were like, oh, okay, Groot can stretch, so he's the Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, you uh, might they have had thought that's a cool place to introduce them. Oh man, you honestly, like at this point, Who if knows? we had them, we could have just done the Super Scroll. Oh, um, they had like the extremists as fire, and uh, yeah. they had like Calypsidian was like strong, like the thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like Gravik has like the group powers. Uh, he's like, I want to become Super Scrolls because that's my answer to like the Avengers and like the Kree and that. And I'll beat them all. Well, not just I'll, but like his plan is to like give everyone Super Scrolls. Yes, and then we'll beat the, the Avengers. When we'll be so cool and super strong. So he's like fucking throwing people about with his Groot arm. Um, and then like the the sh- like fucking Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn just drive up in like an SUV, just on about to like a fucking uh, we're just like on the scene to, to like a domestic situation. <laughs> Uh, like actual fucking like conflict, general like armed conflict. The president of the United States is assassination attempt by like yes. multiple armed helicopters. Then they sort of fight their way through. Yep. Soldiers just reappearing and disappearing at a moment's notice. Sure. The bit that really got to me because it was so bad was like, so the president's in. Talos is like, I gotta like smash this fucking yeah, door. I gotta down. save this guy. Yeah, and you're like, okay, right. Here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna have like Talos is gonna be like, look, I'm an alien, but like maybe we can deal with that. And maybe yeah. Dermot Moroneo, but like Dermot Moroneo was the president. It's like, oh, based. I can see like an alien being based. Talos is like weak yeah. for some reason. Aye. But he's like fine. He's I think he gets it. shot now or something. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, he gets shot. Aye. And they get him out, and it's like again at this point, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess aye. But then, so they pull the president out. Talos is full scroll at this point. Guy, a guy sees him is like, that's a fucking alien. And yeah. it's like, don't shoot him, he's my alien. And yeah. I'm like, cool. So we've now got another guy also was like... Yes, with an American soldier who has seen a scroll help the president. And, he, and Nick Fury's like, he's also based. And the guy's like, right, okay. Don't fuck with I'm him. I'm not going to shoot because Nick yeah. Fury said he's based and he's just saved the president. Exactly. So what happens is then this other guy walks out and he's like, Talos, I'll help you. And they're marching through a column of soldiers, right? Middle of a firefight. Middle of a literal middle. Soldiers in front of them, soldiers behind them. And they walk up, and then the guy who's carrying Talos turns out to be Gravik. Oh my god. And my brain immediately goes, How did Gravik, who was throwing people about with group powers a minute ago on the front lines over there, like, surely people would have been looking at him? Like, who's lost that guy? He's the fucking enhanced. Surely everyone's like, Holy fucking Aye. shit, there's a guy with group powers Look, over oh there. Oh shit, red alert, target one. How did he walk away from the fight? Go all the way around. Yep. Turn into an American. Get out in time with no one seeing that. I mean, they're on an open road. You're Aye. not really stealthing. You're on an open fucking road. Yeah. So I'm like, right, that's an issue. He's like, ah, oh, oogie boogie. Stabs Talos. Yep. Talos just dies. Capital D dead. But all of the soldiers who are stood behind them, looking at this, just don't. They just don't care. They just see an American soldier transform another guy and kill a guy. And like fucking Samuel Jackson's like, oh, that's a problem. Those soldiers like, oh, I gotta keep shooting. Then all the soldiers disappear <laughs> at the front and the back for that so other bad. guy to ride up on a moped. Yep. And then it's not even a fast exit. Just like, a, just ambles up on a moped. And then it's like, oh, Gravik, get on. You gotta go on, bro. Gravik, Nick Fury's go? like, okay. Well, he does, at least Nick Fury does shoot, ta- uh, shoot Gravik. Yeah. And so he can heal because of Extremis. Fair. So Nick Fury at least tries to shoot him. But then, like, He's like, oh, you can't shoot out extremists. And the guy mopeds up. He's like, I'm getting on my moped now. Beep, Bye. beep. And then drives away. And then Nick Fury's like, oh. And then all the soldiers respawn. Oh, <laughs> they just teleport God. back in. See, I didn't even realise that. Bro, you need to see it. It's the most egregious. Like, how the fuck does a moped drive right up into these two lines of soldiers, which were right fucking there? Oh, I don't know. 
And then, like, that's just that. And then you're like, okay, well, now Talos is dead. Cool. I loved Talos. Great, man. Great fucking character. Have fun with that. Ben Mendelsohn, incredible actor. And then you're like, well, what was the point of this now? You already killed Kobe Smulders for no reason. Yep. What was the point of this? Is it oh, really I know. Be like- I know. It's because Amelia Clark needed something to do. Oh. So what we did was we killed her dad. We killed her mum off screen. Yep. And then, then we kill her dad on screen. We killed her because dad. Because we know you like him. And now she's going to be important in the finale. Well, because first off as well, here's the thing. You think they're going to do something with the president. You're like, okay, an American, the president's been saved by a skull and an American soldier saw it happen. Surely he's seen that. Maybe like Talos is going to make that Valentine's Day. Talos talks about, I want to be the one to like show that skulls can be better. Yep. Maybe this is that. And then the president, like you'd think the president would see that. Yeah. And then be like, oh, okay. Like an American soldier saw that. No, he just doesn't know. He just announces like, kill all the aliens anyway. Fuck it. Yes, let's go. So like, what the fuck? And then as you say, otherwise, so Amelia Clark was in this show. <laughs> and listen, Amelia Clark is a great actress who does not deserve this shit. Yeah. She doesn't deserve Game of Thrones season seven or eight or whatever. And she doesn't deserve this. Yeah, I think she has good, yeah. What was the point? Of Gaia. Of Gaia. I don't know. I'll give it the point of like, oh, they had a daughter in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So it's maybe good to know that the daughter's still about. Catting about doing something. But like, so so she like is with Gravik and she's like, I agree with Gravik, but not really. Yeah. It's like, I get, like, I want a home. Gravik's gonna get us a I home. I think I get a lot of like, what they were starting off with Amelia Clark. They were yeah. like, I, it's a bit like Bo-Katan in Clone Wars. Right. Where she's like, you know what? I actually do agree with the terrorist about this. I do agree with the radical sect because, like, mm. yeah, I think that's actually how we should be and how yeah. it should go. They're and, holding like, more of our, like, core principles, like our tribal, tribal principles. But why shouldn't we have a planet? Why Aye. shouldn't we, like, cover in exactly, terror? Yeah. Why shouldn't we live in our own skin? All we've known is war. What's cool. so different about it right now? Cool and fascinating. So, like, what happened? What happened? I fucking she talked to her dad a couple times and she was like, oh, man, do you know what? You actually, we should be peaceful with him. And, but no then what? she's yeah. like, I disagree with you. I know, but, like, no fully. But acts as if she does agree with him. Aye. Because she's, she's like, like oh. we need to stop Gravik, he's an issue. Like, she's like, I hate, I hate you, Dad, and I disagree with you, but I probably should tell you about this terrorist thing Gravik would do. Aye. Like, did she not know Gravik was going to do a terrorism up to this point? Like, why do you think you've got all those world leaders in your basement? You were, like, working with the bomb maker thing up till a point, and then you just yeah. decided, no, hang on. Like, you've seen them... She knew that she knew... You've seen them build the, su- the machine that makes you superpowered, right? You've seen them do that. And she also, you're right, she knew about all the fucking world leaders and that, didn't they? Those you pods like, weren't aye. secret. She was in those pods. You like hacked the PC, you knew. So like, what really turned her off Gravik, first of all? Was it the Super Scroll thing? Because that doesn't seem like a big a deal. Was it that he was just being a dick to like civilians and that? Because Or was it, when that, I finally killed your dad? Well, yeah, it, was it was it Talos just going, Gravik killed the, your mum? Here's the thing, they never developed that more than just explicitly stating that fact. They just say Gravik killed Soren. When? Why? How? Just did. No, Gravik just killed your mum, mate. Just did. And she's like, fuck, Gravik killed my mum. <sighs> then they can decide to just keep pushing this. And again, I'm still sort of, I get her, I still think I get the loose concept of the character, I guess. Uh-huh. She has like an emotional moment when Talos dies. Fair enough. Then in the finale, and I said this to you, I said, oh God, like the end of this show is going to be two CGI people fighting out. Nick Fury's not going to go there and yeah. shoot with a, gun. a CGI super with a 9 mil. He's not going to shoot with a fucking forty-five cal. <laughs> 
Uh, it's going to be a big CGI fight, and it's probably going to be Gaia. She's probably going to get more powers because yep. she obviously dies in like episode two or three, but then it turns out she had experience and she's fine. Yeah. Which I actually thought wasn't even that bad a reveal because it's kind of like, a, oh, well, that makes sense why she was a bit stupid because she knew she would have just been able to like get out of there anyway. Yeah. So she also gets the power. Like, first off, so she goes in his neck and has this big debate with him, gives him the fucking powers just straight up. Yep. So, like, graphics and her plan is I want the harvest, which is, we'll get back to this. <laughs> a collection of every Avenger ever's and other superpower people's ever's DNA, which is apparently going to give them power. It's got like powers in it. And uh, Gravik's like, I want this so I can make the best super scrolls. So they just give it to him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fucking do it now. So he does it. And does then it? Nick Fury's like, oh, surprise. I'm Jaya. I'm Jaya. I'm Gaia. And I was in the machine when you zooted yourself with powers. Yeah. So now I've got powers which is- too. Also dumb because if it was Nick Fury, now Nick Fury's got all these powers. Why would you not just kick him out the thing? Imagine Nick Fury just had all these powers, eh? Bro. Then they just have a big CGI fight. Big fight, big punch up. They just start punching each other. Big shit punch up. And, and like, so the problem is, I think they couldn't decide like who really had the main beef with Gravik. Also, there's like a thing that bugs me about big final CGI fights, and it's like I need a cool battleground. This was a grey nuclear reactor. But they didn't really go off the fact of the nuclear reactor. They didn't like go into the fucking core. Aye. And they just fought inside and around the grey buildings. If you're going to give me a big CGI background, give me something cool to look at. Literally. Instead of just two things. And the problem is those things were also abhorrent because it was just Gravik and Amelia, like the Amelia Clark just yes. changing fucking parts. Amelia Clark mm. was a little baby. Jenko would have looked worse if she went scroll as well. I think it would look better. I thought it would look better. Because the, most of the worst scenes are when it's just Amelia Clark with CGI, like... It just looks dumb. ...ligament, and it's so bizarre. Someone pointed out, why do they, they just keep changing arms? Like, arm of <laughs> Ebony Maw. Oh. Arm of, like, Groot. And it's like, all right... Because cool, that's fucking... easy. That's dumb. That's level one. That's level when one. When you can change all your body, that's level one, isn't it? Also, like, what exactly is included in DNA? Why? Ebony Maw's like, rings do we have, like... are part of his DNA. Aye. Pretty sure in Captain Marvel, they make a big deal out of how Captain Marvel's powers aren't exactly like a DNA thing, but it's fine getting Captain Marvel's DNA means that you can just go binary. Like, cool. Okay. Sick. I guess. Does that mean if I drink your blood, bro? Like, you know, just become like powers and shit? You could get my autism if you drink my blood, I think. Oh, bro. Holy shit. Let's go. Uh, And then that leads to the last problem, I think, Graham, with the fact that now Jaya. Has now got all Is now the most powerful individual in the MCU. She is now literally fucking God. Yes. Amelia Clark is stoting about, can just go binary at any point. Yep. Can go Groot, can just shoot every more magic, can go Hulk or something. Yep. Or Abomination. They were both in there, I think, for who, some reason. Who knows? What the fuck? Which is dumb. Hold on. How, how did the sixth episode spy thriller end up with, by the way, Amelia Clark is now supplanted everyone yes um and you know who her handler is olivia coleman olivia coleman which we like but we like we don't like the thing that's happening yeah what does <laughs> that mean what's is, is amelia clark going to be important to the kang dynasty fucking maybe she could probably solo kang because she's got every power ever i just like like there's no equivalent to gaia with that set of powers in the comics who has every power Exactly. This Who's is like, got that? This is literally this a is like, fucking action this is like, figure. Aye, I'm putting my toys and you're putting your toys and we're having a fight and I want to win. You'll not let me win. So, guess what? I have now got right. every power. I can also go by there. Let's go. And I've also got the Hulk arm and I've got the Abomination arm as well. <laughs> like, at least the regular Super Scrolls just four. 
Aye. Four powers. That's four a lot, powers. but it's just four. Yeah. This is like, we've Gaia gets stuck with a fucking needle that has every Avengers ever DNA, and now she is literally fucking Omega tier. Yeah. She is an Omega level threat. Literally. What even could rival like, her? Jean Grey can't fuck well. Jean Grey. It's that, over. What's, like, the fucking Phoenix Force. Like, what's that going to do? That's got to be having a word with itself. Phoenix is like, yo, we need to take our Gaia and destroy her. Like, Gaia's flying up there, and she's fucking backhanding Galactus. Literally. That's just so weird to me. <laughs> Because why would you do that? I don't know, bro. What, do you know what's so super as well? This is, like, not going to be relevant later. At this all. Gonna, Amelia Clark is not coming back. She might, but, like, she'll be depowered or some stupid thing like that. God, they might just... But someone will just, like, oh, needle... Ugh. I just stuck... I went back in the machine and just went in reverse. Yeah, I re-harvested you. I re-harvested. Let's go. The harvest was kind of dumb. So, like... I mean, like, I like, why would Nick want other things? Or the DNA? Why would they need that? I mean, I will say Nick Fury just wanting all that shit just seems like Nick Fury. Like, I need a but backup like, plan somewhere. Nick Fury, like, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Nick Fury. Wait, first of all, yeah, the Harvest, yeah, why would Nick Fury have that? Mm-hmm. What even is the Harvest? Because it, I thought it was, like, from the Battle of Earth during Endgame. They yeah. sort of implied it was the Battle of Earth. But then it's got, like, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Aye. And, so like, when did we get Abomination. That? Aye. So, like, did he just mean every time there's been a battle? We've just grabbed shit. Also, and, like, Ghost how did a... we grab ghost shit? Ghost it was, was another the, one. It was when we were put in Infinity War. When did ghost bleed? When did ghost get in a fight that anyone was near? Ghost powers aren't related to our DNA. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Why I mean, did they keep using ghost powers? That, that was, like, there was, like, three main powers in the CGI battle. Aye. And it was a, a strong person, so, like, the fucking Hulk and the Bobbition. Ghost, Fat Man, the Wasp. Yeah. And Captain Marvel. At one point, Gravik uses, like, Ebony Maw. I mean, the Hulk one annoys me on, like, a deep personal level because, like, if we're using... I don't like that Hulk to be that way. The Hulk should be the Hulk because it's, like, Bruce Banner's, like, destroyed psyche. It shouldn't be because he's just a gamma ray. This punch really hard. Aye, like, that's dumb. I want it to be, like, oh, it's because his, like, fucking mental state is destroyed. That's why he's the Hulk. No, he's just greedy punches just people. Greedy cool. punches people. Do you that's know, dumb Hulk. I don't like that. No guy I can do that. No guy I can do that. Let's go. What Nick Fury was the start of this, and I'm back to it. What the fuck was the point? Nick Fury is just a man with a gun. Aye. He's a spy guy. They make a big deal about how he's just not as good as he used to be. Yeah. So, and oh, then, you're old, you're past it. And then you're like, okay, maybe they're going to like, are they going to resolve Nick Fury to be like, do something like that? They just like don't. They basically just say like, nope, Nick Fury is old and he's losing it. And then at one point, he just gets it back. Bro, he just gets it back. He, do you know what? He has a big cool superhero suit up. Yep, he suits up, man. Eye patch and a beanie. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. And I'm like, Nick, absolutely nothing has changed about your tangential situation. Yeah. You're you know what? still old and miserable. Do you know what's stupid. amazing? Seeing the next episode, we're going to actually send you in, but it's not you. Yeah. So you don't even actually get to reclaim your You pick your up back. the violet and you have your big hero moment yeah. and you don't actually get a resolution with Gravik. You don't actually do it. I was going to say that, like, I feel like they couldn't decide who would actually have a deal with Gravik. Yeah. Because Nick, and they talk a lot about Nick and Gravik's thing mm-hmm. and they keep building up and then eventually he just sends Guy to kill him and he doesn't have any resolution. And that's just the end of that narrative arc. That's it done. Nick Fury doesn't really change or grow. I think we should talk about the fact that Nick Fury's entire... The closest you could say to a character arc is Nick coming back, realising he's a bit old and out of the loop, has a bit of anxiety, but post-blip. Uh, he gets sort of called out for staying on the space station. Yep. We're abandoning the scrolls and that, abandoning Earth. And uh, again, what does he do at the end of this season? 
do you know what it does, right? It just fucks off back to PlayStation, doesn't it? Just fucks off. He's like, oh, I've come back down, right? <laughs> I've left the world in a worse state because now all the world leaders are going to die, possibly. And like, the world's on. The world is now more tense than it was. A global yeah. fucking issue. I have created global issues. I think it's time for me to fuck off back to space. Go back to space now. Now, but you know what? Aye. Go away from me now. Go away from me now. And you know what? She's green now, so. And you know what? I'm fine. Do you know what? I've overcome my racism. Yep, that's it. I've Come overcome on. my space racism. Oh my god. Well done, Nick. It only took a fucking global near apocalypse <sighs> and complete socioeconomic breakdown and a fucking free world order. Like, exactly. No Captain America's going to fucking fix it. Yeah, now fucking Sam Wilson is just a guy with a fucking wingsuit. Like, I just need to fucking deal with this. I need to fix that shit, man. Fucking having Red Hulk. Let's go. Oh, and then oh what, was, what was the other thing? I was going to say something else. Olivia Coleman was great. She was good. I enjoyed her performance. She was a fan. She was simply having a great time. And everything she was in, she was great. She was evil, but like in a fun way. Yeah. Everyone else scenes were brilliant. I can't even begin to fault that. I need to give the credit for that. I thought a lot of the performances were good. Actually, the Kingsley Benadier, who was Gravit, got a lot of really great scenes. There was the scene in the art gallery, and then the scene um when he thinks he's talking at night. That's one of the things that hurts. The actual scene between him and Gaia as Nick and the reactor mm. was really good. They were acting the shit out of that and they were like, here's my fucking issues. That was an awful bit. Like, awful editing. Because Gravit was actually ar- acting his heart out and it just kept cutting to b- the back of his head. I did, I. And I was like, why are you doing that? Or it kept cutting like Nick being like, bruh, bruh, and I'm like, that was also stupid because like, even if they were trying to do the whole Gaia thing, yeah. you tell me Nick Shuri, if it was the real one, would have just walked into a nuclear reactor and just simply died of radiation poison later. Just put on a radiation suit. Like, just do anything. Like, you're a super spy, Nick, but come on. I, I'm like, I, the fact that that was Guy, I'm like, if I was graphic, I'd be like, you're obviously not Nick Fury, why are you just walking in here popping yeah. iodine? Like, what do you do? Do you, like, inject the super soldier serum? Like, how can you stand here? Like, what in the flying fuck? Oh, God, I really can't remember. There was something, I, again, it was just really stupid about the next situation, and I just can't remember it now. I'm just trying to, like, pass my way through, like, the, the whole thing of, like, because he does just leave the world in a worse state than he found it. It does. It's just, like, of cool. Everyone hates each other now. There maybe is actually going to be a nuclear war now because nobody can trust anyone. He, like, saves the president to no end. Yep. And it's not even going to be the president now because Harrison Ford's the president, right? Apparently, apparently so, it's like, just the president and Captain America What's, what's going to happen there? There was also the whole, like, the scene... I remember me and Rebecca were watching this scene where he's like, look, it's him and Rhodey and Olivia Coleman and, like, the president. And, like, we're going we to save the president and convince him to sort of straight and get one of his girl, Rhodey. And it's like, just shoot him. Do it. Just shoot Rhodey. Just, just shoot him. Just shoot him. To shoot him. And everyone's like, oh, Mr. President. And I'm like, just use the gun to shoot him. Yeah. This was also, like, the scene, um... There was a scene in like episode three or four where yep. he's with... Nick Fury's got a gun on him again. And he knows that he's a, a scroll. And he knows 100% he's a scroll. He's obviously got security with him, but if you just shoot him and he turns green, everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck, never mind, That's he's a, a green man. Yeah. Which is even more ridiculous because in the same episode, Olivia Coleman does exactly that. Literally that. And you know what? Everyone's like, everyone's oh, like, oh, oh shit. my fucking God, it's a little green man. It's a little fucking Olivia green Coleman, man. you were right. Thank you. Promotion. And I go. thought, okay, I guess it's Rhodey's entire like security detail scrolls. No, they no. reveal in the final episode they were also just normal humans who yep. just were believing that Colonel Rhodes had become an evil moustache twirling supervillain. Of course. And I'm like, if Nick had just shot him and he became a little green man, everyone would have been like, oh my fucking God, it's a little green man. Demo Moroni would have been like, oh my fucking God, it's a little green man. <laughs> yes. Like, you would have avoided the whole Rhodey nearly fucking killed the president situation. Exactly. Like, we never close had to a that. gun on him. Like, you've already killed a scroll for less. Shoot him. Fucking just shoot him! Oh my what god. What was the function? 
I don't know, bro. What was the function? Bro, I don't know. Do you know what? I just think AI did make this show, right? Oh, and I, the fucking AI generated <laughs> intro. Oh my god. So I like I uh... thought the theme was really great. I like the music, but then the intro just is bad. When you hear it's done by AI, you're like, that sucks. People are like, oh, well, technically there was artists and they fed it into jet. See, compare the credits on the art, like the intro, the, the intro credits on this, the intro credits on like Jessica Jones, right? There's like eight people on this, and then uh... Jessica Jones is like a page of like 30 people. Aye. And it just, it doesn't matter if you told me there were people working on this, feeding stuff in the eye, it still looks like dog shit. Mm. I kind of like the concept of some of the imagery, mm. the theme of like the whole green smoke and like you don't know who to trust. But yeah. some of it was just weird and shitty and vague. There was like one shot I remember of like a person at a cityscape and I'm like, you just put person at city into like fucking chat GBT. And it came out with us. That's like nothing relevant. There's only a couple of shots of this that are cool. And then some of them just look gross. I fucking hate the weird pulsating AI, like, shit. Like, oh, here's a weird pulsating gross AI Nick Fury. Here's, like, a fucking pulsating gross AI eye. Mm. Here's, like, it just looked ugly. And they were like, oh, was it worth attempting to, like, you know, fucking, like, show the who can you trust type thing? You could have just done that with artists. You just fucking hire people. I mean, definitely, I Hire fucking someone. Pay them some wages, you know. Sorry. My God. Do you know there's a, there's a cover of um Meet the Scrolls? Right. Uh, which I don't know if it was a tie-in in a secret invasion or it was like a post-secret invasion and it's like a family picture Right. and there's a sort of a re- like a, a, a grey streak right through the middle Right. and it, it, it reveals that the humans are scrolls. Right. Like, they hold the same happy family pose but it's just Aye. they've got scroll faces and green hands and that. Fucking that's brilliant artwork. A human did that with fucking human hands. Aye. Or like a human computer but they didn't AI generate They like had an idea and they drew the idea and they created it. Yeah. Just do shit like that or something. Don't just give me fucking pulsating masses that allegedly resemble people. Where was Kevin Feige? Who fucking knows? On a holiday? He was in space? I don't he know. He was in space. Kevin Feige is on the fucking space station. He's zooted, man. Because uh, then you got the thing with the director. What was the director saying? The director said something to the effect of, like, we shouldn't work under expectation of, like, making the fans happy. Like, and I, I disagree with this in some sense because if you're hired to make TV shows, what is the goal of a TV show? To be entertaining and to be financially successful. So, people, what is this? Not that. A lot of people are saying, like, man, we, we, we sorry we didn't work to your expectations. Like, well, we expected a good show. Yes, that's so what we expect baseline from every entertainment property on the planet. Is high. it to be good? We're hoping, to, we're, we're dreaming too big. Dreaming too big. And do you know what? See if you have to make a good show from scratch. There's not even a previous fan base like set up for it. How hard is that? Exactly. Oh my god! You have years of comics and hundreds of millions of fans who pay stupid money to see every single product released from you. Oh my god! Maybe you could listen and maybe guess what they want. And like a hundred percent, like let's that whole thing of like we weren't doing it. Like you know, the expectations were too high. I didn't even like you. There's maybe no one where you could have maybe done what you were trying to do. Yeah. Secret Invasion maybe it didn't need to be the comic Secret Invasion. Maybe it was Aye. just the core concept. But you'd like already set up. You'd already told us it's not that. It's like, Don't cool, expect okay, that. We're ready. You told us. We're, I guess we're going to see a spy thriller. We're going to see some interest. We're going to see. And it just wasn't. It was just shit. And you just didn't do any of that. Yeah. I just don't know how dumb, this sort of stuff. Dumb comment from got. someone who, from the work I've seen, isn't good. Watching this, I just I don't, don't trust this guy now. The guy's got the audacity, but well, I don't care about the mixed reviews. People are just picky, and I don't care about the fan expectations. I'm like, well, I just don't want you ever working on a Marvel property ever again. Yeah. Go do what you want. Like, do make your own stuff. Just get away from Marvel. If you're not making this for the fans, yeah. who the fuck are you making it for? I'm not playing well in the system right now. You need to leave. <sighs> I'm, I'm just... <sighs> Did you want to say anything else? 
I don't know. Nick Fury's an idiot who has no character development. I think it actually it just like retracts character development. Like I don't like him now. Worse, yeah. I like I, I mean, kind of does just make him worse. He just comes in. It's like I fucked off the space station. Mm-hmm. I remembered. Go on. How have they not found a planet for the Skrulls yet? Well, the problem is, I guess, like we've only seen Earth. Would have anyone has anyone sent an expedition out? Well, yeah, that's like that the only we... person we know that is both on Earth, like connected to it, and like does spaceship as Captain Marvel. She's the only person who, like, we know has gone be- between everything. She seems to be one who's out there doing it, but, like, what? Aye. Is she going to every planet in the universe and fucking assessing it? I don't think every planet, but sh- at the end of the end game, she's like, I've got shit in space I need to do with. Yeah, I'm going I back to fucking space. I can't help you here. I'm going back to fucking space, bro. So, space shit. She's doing shit, but, like, I don't know. What shit? And is that shit helping the Skrulls, though? We don't have anyone else set up in space. Like, there's a lot, like, is that what the space station's all about? Is he using fucking the sciences to, like, scan See, for planets? Maybe. But you think, like, that would be a perfect place for, mm, I don't know, the Skrulls, maybe? To, like, oh, do you know what? We're going to set up this thing called Sabre, right? And you're going to work on it with me, and we're going to find a planet for you. He's like, no, no, you just have to stay on Earth and live in slums and be spies and get oppressed. Thanks. Someone's headcanon or like was like, oh, I think the Skrulls need a an inhabited place to live because that way they can like blend in and get worked in, but also yeah. not get discovered by the Kree. Like as a cool move. I, I guess if that was the reason, no one ever said it. Aye. It just sounds to me like Nick Fury's an idiot. It just sounds like you've plugged that in to justify your shit thing. Pretty much, and it's like, for example, if this the Skrulls just need a planet. Aye. This case gets brought up a lot, and I don't. Sometimes it kind of feels like the whole why didn't the, the Eagles take the rank of Mordor? Because it's an easy answer. But other times it's like, a, why is there not like a reason why this isn't the case? Mm. They literally went to Thanos' secret garden planet, which is lush and verdant and lovely. Yeah. Like, I get it. You can't put me on like Mars. Yeah. Like, don't just chuck maybe on the, the atmosphere moon. would fuck me up. Will, like, the Avengers, Captain America, human being, human beings. was breathing on the planet went without to a suit. The garden. And it was great and it was lovely and they were yeah. getting soup there, right? Even worse there is it's now pointed out in the ending. So they didn't answer this question and a lot mm. of people are angry about it and I'm kind of debating about it because I, I, they've obviously not told us. So they revealed that Rhodey was a Skrull and they've revealed that Rhodey has been a Skrull for at least a period. Yes. It's actually not. It's after Civil War. It's apparently, after. Apparently. It has to be after Civil War because his legs yes, don't work. Exactly. Right. No, but it's he's Rhodey after Endgame because it's after the braces come off apparently. He's in a hospital gown though, so it's Exactly. Like... So when was he in a hospital before that? Uh, is well, that the only that? time we see him in a hospital gown is in Civil War. Exactly. So I, I was thinking, it's got to be Civil War. Oh my God, he's not even seen his best mate die. Yeah, he's not seen his best right. mate die. He also then goes with the Avengers to the secret luscious garden planet. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm gonna. I'm not going to tell my boss. I think that, do you know what? I think we should just start on a club with Russia. That'd be better. I think better. we should just take over shit-ass dick Earth instead yeah. of coming to here, which is the nicest fucking place Aye. in the galaxy. And you know what? See, if they had done that, Nick would be none the wiser. He would just come back and go, where the fuck do all the girls go? Or they could, oh, go, well. they could go out and build our man Nick. Uh, they don't yeah. need to tell him about Rhodey. They can be like, oh, man, Nick, uh, we've actually, like, fucking, we saw the whole yeah. the place with Thanos. We saw the Avengers. We watched the Avengers body cam. <sighs> Damn, yeah. And they went to this fucking lush place and we were just going to go there. We're just going to hop there. like, shit, cool. Nice work. Cool, man. See you later. Good Have a good time. Guys. I mean, the only thing is, I guess, Nick wasn't physically there at this point. Yeah. Although then that becomes my answer of how long has the graphic thing been happening? Because if they was got rid of... the Infinity War? Was it? If, if it was around Civil War, that was before Nick was gone. Yeah. And at least the only thing I sort of had a concept of was I, I thought the whole Nick disappearing was like, we finally proved that like he's useless He's never helping us, and now he's literally fucking gone. So now we need to do something. Hmm. But if they've got why, why would they have Rhodey that long? I don't know. 
See, that's why no, it makes me think him. that it wasn't after it. It was after it. But I don't know when it is after it. Honestly, it won't matter. Like, you just it's know it won't matter. matter right? It's just irrelevant. You know it won't matter. And if it does matter, it might actually make it better somehow. Martin, uh, Martin Freeman. But we know when he got got, right? We, well, Martin Freeman's, uh, when he wakes up, is wearing like, the same outfit as like one of the last scenes of Black Panther 2. With Val, yeah. He's just been gone for as much time as he's not physically been on the screen, do you know yeah, what I mean? which is we fine. We don't need to assume anything happened to him because Aye. the last time we see him was when he got kidnapped. Yeah, he's okay. We got it. We definitely know for a fact that Don Cheadle like, was a Skrull in Captain America and the Winter Soldier mm. where he was like, Skrull all days really wanted that fucking shield. For what end? Who knows, man? Just for his trophy room. For his trophy room. I don't know, bro. And you said it there as well. It just doesn't feel like it's going to matter. It won't. It, it can't. The only place it will matter is the Marvels, apparently, and if that's the worst thing about the movie is that it's connected to Secret Invasion I think it'll be a fucking great movie <laughs> retroactively well do you know what I saw in the leaks somebody that apparently you're going to be surprised by how little Secret Invasion is related oh to oh my god shock do you know what it'll be his wife walks by the camera one time I don't even think she's going to be in it holy shit I think it's just going to be a matter of like oh wait, wait, my wait 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 hold on are you telling me the six episode series where we get introduced to Nick Fury's wife and actually developed her character a bit will never show up ever again in the MCU <laughs> no again I don't think Nick Fury's wife is ever going to show up ever again I don't wow, think Gaia's going to show up ever again at incredible. this point incredible why do we waste time with these people People. who are these fucking characters oh, I don't care my god I think they're going to reference the whole like because right at the end of this show when it's like I'm going to fuck off back to space yep. by the way I've pulled a Kree scroll peace talk out of my ass let's go but also it doesn't even sound like it's a thing that he did it's just like oh by the way the Kree's called they want to do peace bro how have they got the number <laughs> who are they phoning <laughs> who's on the floor with the Kree who is on the floor with the Kree <laughs> who the fuck is picking up the phone Who's back on oh Saber, man in the fucking calls? Fucking hello, Saber here. Oh shit, it's the Cree. <laughs> you want to talk peace? <laughs> the Cree. <laughs> Cavill K Cree. The fucking onions on the phone. Oh my god. Bro, if, if the Supreme Intelligence is there and the Marvels as like a full onion head, I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> my god, man. That fucking. The fucking. Just the Cree plural phoned the space station. You picked up the fucking like, cosmic phone book. <laughs> Nick, bro. I just got off the phone with the Kree. <laughs> they say they want to talk peace, bro. And you know, that shit's going to be like a fucking, like a trap. Because we're fighting them. Because I guess the Kree are just the baddies in that movie, unless that's a splinter cell. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, maybe it's going to be like Darben's the name of the Kree lassie. And, okay. And the, uh, maybe Darben's going to be like, no, fucking, I don't accept peace. I'm, like, a, I'm a warrior. Aye. And maybe she's going to like go and get her own thing and then up the peace talks. And all the Kree are like, oh no, we don't want that. Yeah, no, like no. the onion's there. They weave the onion out. Or there's like a holographic projection onion. Aye. The onion's like, I'm sick of this. And Darben's like, no, I got a big hammer. Fucking hits people mm, with a hammer. Well, I'll be fine with that. But that, I think that's going to be it. I think it's going to be like Nick Fury's thing. He's like, oh, by the way, like I go off the buzzer with the Kree. I've got HR on the line. Like, Aye. The Kree HR's on the line. <laughs> and uh, we've decided to we're settle this. Aye. We've got, we're going to have a formal disciplinary about this and we're just oh. going to put it behind us. Aye. Come on. Uh, that's going to be it I don't think Secret Invasion is going to matter to <sighs> anyone I wouldn't I'm I, happy with that I have to pray to God that the whole every government official in the world is being Aye. shot up yeah. by random people yes is going to be relevant in like Captain America 4 maybe that's why Harrison Ford's like the president maybe the little by the way Del Moroni had a fucking wild kill all the aliens thing and the people were like that's fucking stupid yeah and voted them out or maybe he gets shot because they think he's a scroll. is there like an alien that we like Thor that's 
Aye, it's from Thor. Yeah, like we're counting Thor's and aliens. All the Asgardians are aliens. They just live in Norway. Yeah, so but like... they don't look like green people. Yeah. Is that like what we're going to do here? Is that how we're going to fix it? We're going to be like, oh, we're going to kill them now? Raise and then, New Asgard? Like, then we're like, oh, definitely. Like, calm down, bro. Like, oh, hold on. We can't just kill Thor. Like, chill. What about Groot? What about Groot? Man, we've seen him, didn't we? Like, he helped us. I thought, I thought we liked Groot. Like, yeah, I thought we liked him, bro. So like, maybe that's how they kick him out. Pretty much. It, then it's like, did it, then did it really matter? If, no. can, I can't remember if we're... As the next like sort of politi- that's the next big politically minded earth based... Like, we're dealing with situations we'll on Earth. Shit's right? going on here. If that doesn't reference that, it's going to be a fucking colossal failure of that movie. Yeah. Which I don't want that to happen. I don't want Captain America 4 to bleed because Secret Invasion stabbed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the MCU is bleeding right now. I think they're fucking... We need to turn it. No. We need to cut the limb off. No, fucking, we, do need, we do need to fucking cauterize Secret Invasion. Oh. Oh, my days. Yeah, I mean... That's really it. in my head. I'm like, they, they have to like just deal with that. And then how do they just deal with that? Just stop doing that. They're literally going to be like, oh man, tensions have calmed down because we kicked out Dermot Moroni. Ah, uh, he was gone. We didn't know his policies. And I'm like, cool. So like the Kree thing will be dealt with in fucking Captain Marvel. And then the fucking, the political stuff will be dealt with in Captain Marvel. Uh, Secret Invasion was literally pointless. Literally pointless. Aye, so we get rid of the guy that hates aliens to get in the guy that just hates life Superheroes. and everyone. I was going to say, it's Thaddeus. Th- someone said the idea that Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is going <laughs> to be the fucking moderate. Like, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is like oh. the Donald Trump. Like, he's, he's going to show up and he's like, I think we should fucking kill all the superheroes. Like, secular shit. Do you know what I've been doing in Area 51? I've been fucking putting serums in me. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, at, at least he's no fucking saying genocide the aliens. Like, Let's go, bro. The fucking Prime Minister of Britain is shot in this fucking show. Shot in the face. In a montage at the end. How does a person run up to the Prime Minister with a gun in front of 10 Downing Street? Excuse me, where's Captain Britain? Where's Captain Britain? Is there no just a snipe? Surely Downing Street's got snipers. What is happening there? They had fucking snipers in Edinburgh when they thought King Charles was maybe going to be there. <laughs> and they were like fucking... Did they not have snipers up when the fucking Lizzie's coffin was there? Probably. They were ready to shoot people over a coffin. You're telling me the Prime Minister walks out in a broad daylight and there's no one guy there watching so that Johnny fucking Sixpack, who's somehow got a gun <laughs> in fucking UK and London at the fucking Downing Street, can just run up and fucking bang, 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 bang the Prime Minister? Yes, you. There's no sniper. Okay, believe it. How does that fucking work? I don't know, man. Who even was that? That was the fucking Prime Minister. They were on some Zaza, Prime Zaza, all of it. Everyone on the writing bro, staff. Bro, the fucking writing staff were jaked. <laughs> they were flying, bro. It's that thing of like how they literally said, oh, do you know what? We won't do this in She-Hulk. It'd be really shitty if we had a, a really terrible, big fight and nothing ending that Ooh. does nothing for the characters and yeah. a bunch of CGI people bunch people for like superpowered blood. Cool, innit? And it's just exactly what it is. It's just exactly that. <laughs> Fuck's sake, She-Hulk, you ruined it for everyone. Oh, aye. She-Hulk was, <laughs> She-Hulk was a shiny example. Maybe if you, you had your issues in the middle, but She-Hulk was still good. I don't like the ending, though. I liked the ending because it was like... I would have liked what? to have seen the fight be shit after telling me it was going to be shit so that we could get the good bit at the end. Well, no, then you get Secret Invasion. Oh, you yeah, watch Secret Invasion, like, do you know what? Fuck, Jen was right. Jen was right. We never, we, we should we should have listened to her. Jen was right all along. That's what Secret Invasion was. Secret Invasion was a six episode psyop to make you realise that She-Hulk was actually better than you remember. Oh, maybe I'll go back and watch it then. Uh, oh, looks like Daredevil was in it and then Daredevil was going to be in like Echo and then Daredevil was going to be in Daredevil Born again. Which might be good. Which possible. might be good. Who knows, yeah. 
we got Deadpool 3, Hugh Jackman's in that one. Deadpool 3 is a movie that will come out when I, strikes are finally finished, possibly one day, who knows? I heard, we're, we're hearing, we're rumbling. As of right now, I heard that apparently they were opening up committees to basically addressing how to approach like SAG-AFTRA and that, so that discussions could physically be on the cards. Oh my, possible but, resolutions. But then also Disney are trying to like hire like AI people for like $100,000, like they're trying to pay for even less than they're paying the fucking underpaid writers. Damn. The problem is, like, with the end of entertainment, as we know. I think um, it's a symptom of, like, the super corpse. So, like, Disney having a stranglehold on so many franchises hurts the production of entertainment as a whole because smaller companies couldn't work now during the strike because so much of entertainment is, like, centralised. A24 can continue to work because everyone's agreed to their terms. Mm-hmm. But Disney has, like, half the stuff coming out and no one can agree to their terms. Yeah, that's pretty fair, actually. I mean, uh, even not just Disney, like, you see, like, Netflix are apparently quite bad at this. Yeah. Which Warner... Is Warner Brothers, like, in the mix of this? Warner Brothers were able to, like, do, like, Barbie and, like, really be happy about Barbie? Don't know. I've not maybe. actually heard if they're, like... No, wait, it's Warner Brothers, Zaslav. Aye. Well, fuck, they're fucked then. <laughs> Zaslav's, like, the Omega Hitler of, like, the fucking the movie world. Now, he's, like, a super villain. He's literally, like... Him and, well, the surprise reveal that, like, Bob Iger was nice the first time. <laughs> then he went away and we got the worst Bob and he came back and it was like, it was like the bad guy from Megamind. Ooh. Where he's like, oh, you freed us, Bob Iger from Bob Chubik. He's like, oh, I wouldn't say freed. More like under new management. <laughs> and Bob Iger was like, see, this time I'm just going to do it badly now. Let's go. And I'm going to say that strikers are idiots and I hate them. Uh-huh. And I'm going to underpay everyone, and I'm going to say that Marvel's bad and Star Wars is bad, and uh, I was right all along. Give me all of your money forever. Do you know what's great? AI. AI. And I'm like, do you know what? Two words. Bob Iger's been replaced by a scroll. It could be. He could be AI. You the, know. the the difference between like it's literally like well now he's just a mustache twirling villain, so he's clearly just a scroll now. Yeah, bro. Aliens are real. It could be true. They could be shapeshifting aliens. Aliens are real. The US are talking about it. Ah, uh, see, what I'm saying. I'd happily take Skrulls if they weren't trying to do a secret invasion. And ah. I'd ask them, I'm like, did you read Secret Invasion? Yeah. And they're like, well, we consumed all your Earth culture. And I'm like, we don't know about do that. It all. Well, See, no, do, do the comic Secret Invasion. Did you yeah. watch Secret Invasion? Oh, no, absolutely not. It was shite. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. My God. So, yeah, I mean, like, that was, in my head, that was the first thing that's like, you know, now I'm a bit uncertain about the MCU. Yeah. Because I'm like, where is this going? What was the point? I don't know. In the end, it doesn't really say where it's going. And I don't think it will have a point in the grander scheme of things. Because it's, it's, it's a matter of stakes a wee bit as well. Like, mm-hmm. Moon Knight had, like, stakes technically, but it was, like, central to Moon Knight. Yeah. Like, all the Egyptian shit. And, like, Moon Knight can stop that. Uh-huh. This is, like, you could say it's, like, oh, it's, like, Moon Knight. It's, like, a side story. No, it's not. It's about characters going to be in other movies. We know... And it's about just, like, the actual state of the world. The fucking world yeah. nearly had World War Three in this Ponzi-ass six-episode shit show. Yeah. The US fucking president nearly got killed and launched alien genocide. Yeah. The UK prime minister got shot in the fucking street. Yeah. And other world leaders, where you see the whole fucking montage, like, other people, what the fuck? And then we're just going to have to go back to it and, like, all right, well, Loki's fucking about in the TV, that wacky Kang bastard. Whoa. And I'm like, this... This either has to be directly addressed, which I don't want to because I just don't want to remember it. Yeah. But if it's not directly addressed, it just feels even weirder. Or they skip it and it's like, well, I just don't know what the point is. This, I, I, Loki will do Kang stuff. Mm. The Marvels will do Bango stuff. And hopefully we can finally either have that be given a resolution that gives me some sort of explanation or they link it to the Kang stuff. Yeah. 
and I can just say, cool. Now, now cool. we're sort of like, we can think about this now. Mm. I'm going to give them my last bit of faith, my last little crumb of like, ooh, object faith is that I just put it together a bit more. Yeah. Give me a movie and then the post credits, you're like, oh shit, A, B and C are all here and this is what how A, B and C are connected. Like, let me see. The flow is back. Let me see a flicker of light at the end of the tunnel. I'm in the dark right now. I'm in. I'm really dark. The grey, yep. Chernobyl. Yes. Fighting CGI graphic. Aye, like I just don't know like, oh, where am I going? Am I north or am I south? Am I walking in a straight line? Have I been here before? Am I going to use Hulk's arm or Abomination's arm? Exactly. To punch my way out. I need to see the road ahead, please. Just a bit of the road. Some sort of, some, we're begging you, Marvel. I'm like blindly making leaps of faith every time you release something. So please give me like at least a step that I can make and I can see the next one ahead of me. Something, please. Oh God, yeah. I think that's if I'm like such a fanboy, I'll enjoy it. But I'm now at the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm now going to be watching being like, this is good fun. But what's the point? What's the point? I, I, you've I, done it to yourself because you've, You've told us there is a point. Mm-hmm. This is a saga, the multiverse saga. So I want it to all make sense and I want it to all be useful to that point. I just don't think it is yet. I think I think we should give our, our faith to Loki a little bit. I, w- I want to. Because I because it's about a Kang thing. Yeah. And we're like, right, that's Kang. Like, that's He's shit. Like the main character. Yeah. Maybe they can like start to like give us even more to that. Give us just something more to that and, and yeah. encourage the By the way, Kang's happening. Kang's a hang, Kang's popping Listen, up man, there. Loki was the first thing that, like, showed us, like, oh, this is, like, where we're going. It was, to be fair, so, Loki like, season one was, like, the biggest emphatic, like... Loki too. I'm, I'm looking at you thinking, all right, you're the next step forward here. How did we get it that Loki was the backbone of the cinematic universe? Ah, uh, well, because he's, like, the only constant now from, like, the original guard, the old people that are there now still. Yeah, pretty much, And yeah. he's, like, still enjoying it. It's weird that, like... He had all his character development in season one of Loki in five seconds because he died and had to come back. I like they just watched a video of the events of that movie. He's like, "That's my character now yeah, as well." Like, I I now know where I am. Cool. I get it. I, I'm That's wa- weird. The but... idea of watching your character development with a person just being like, "Right, I'm going to accept those messages as well." Yeah, it's still weird for me. Yeah, but I'll accept it because I still like Loki and I like the Loki we had before he died. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to just go along with it for the moment. Uh, but yeah, it's because he's like the old guard. Everyone loves him. No one has a bad thing to say about Tom Hiddleston's performances. And like the show actually was genuinely interesting and good. Except the weird incest stuff where he was like kiss himself and stuff. I'm joking, that was fun. But like... <laughs> I think you it worse there when you said, oh, but actually incest was fun. <laughs> Not I, like I, that. I, I was like, do we even, can you call it incest? I don't know, it was weird. It was strange. It's like, it's like you're my ultimate universe self. You are technically me from another dimension. Yes. But like, you're a fundamentally hot. different person who's left a different life and experience and you're like Man, biologically the ship of thesis. The ship of thesis? Man. If you fuck <laughs> another Loki from another universe and you're also Loki. Are you fucking is yourself? Is it the same Loki? Oh. Are you fucking yourself? Whoa. Bro, when's Vision back? Who? Vision. Who's, who's that? I don't know who that is. Bro, Vision Quest? Say he's for White Vision, Vision Quest? Sure. Say he's for Wonder Man? No. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be one that's like oh I don't even watch that but I will probably I'm not really watch Wonder that. Man's gonna be like when night level like, like what's that about man oh I'm, I'm keen to see how it goes served. but I'm just so confused about the fact that they're like how's Bob like that happen how's Bob like that bro Bob's off the fucking chain bro Bob thinks fucking Marvel's shite I mean he's letting Wonder Man happen somebody's well, doing something apparently Hollywood people love Hollywood or Wonder like, Man just is that when you make something about Hollywood so like, I wonder why about like a famous actor in Hollywood. Apparently Hollywood people just love that. So like maybe Bob Iger's like, oh fuck yeah, let's talk about Hollywood, let's go. Let's go. 
I'll, I'll push through like a fucking Wonder Man show again. Fair. Fairs. Boss on Wonder Man. Boss on Wonder Man. <sighs> Was that us then? I think that might be kind of all we have to say, people. Yeah. I didn't even this. I didn't think this was like a hate thing. I think we just had a nice little like fucking. Nah, I hate it. Shoot, well, I mean, I hate <laughs> it. No, I hate it. It was not very good. Yeah, Graham, was it better or worse than Thor: Love and Thunder? Uh, do you know? I actually think Thor's better. Oh, like, no cap, right? No cap. Listen, no cap. Thor's better. The action's better. Fucking, it's shit, but it's still better. I think Thor's better. I would rather w- see an amount of time that this shows on roughly. What would it be like five hours? Yeah, I'd watch Thor twice. I'd rather watch Thor twice. That's oh, I can't agree with that. That's a state. I I'm putting it out there. Episode two, uh, this was better than Thor: Love and Thunder for me. And I think I can put up with some of the poopy stuff. The first three episodes for me were like still quite good and interesting in a lot of ways. They just had a lot like what? But they had like good scenes with good actors acting. Episode two was just a bunch like a scene after scene of like Olivia Coleman acting hard. Fucking like Samuel Jackson, Ben Watson, dear bunch mm. acting. Kingsley Ben Adir, dear bunch acting. It's just that the the rest of it was shit, and by the end it meant nothing. I, when I think yeah. of Thor, I just think of being disappointed by every single scene. Yeah. The only good thing about Thor for me was, was that what, it ended. Was that it ended? It was Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. And even then, he wasn't as well utilized as it could have been. Absolutely. I compare not. about the fact that like, oh, Christian Bale was my Oliver Coleman, but at least Oliver Coleman was consistent and good and useful. And had a good kind of useful ending. Pretty much, I. Whereas Christian Bale sort of got flubbed a wee bit. Had like an excellent villain. Wasted. Excellent Killed. villain. Killed. Like, wasted. It's just not a proper good version of gore. At all. Christian Bale could have done it. He just Easily. didn't let him cook. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know I still think it's better than thought. It's still it's definitely like fucking like what was it, D tier, F tier, the bottom yeah. of the tier list, no matter what. We still withhold judgment on Incredible Hulk. That's true, we do need to watch Incredible Hulk. We still have not Hulk. seen it. We need to watch for Captain America 4, because like, everybody's back except Edward Norton. Yeah, we actually do need to do that. Who does Edward Norton play in the MCU now that he's not the Hulk? Uh, there's definitely a space for him. He'd be a good Rick Jones, actually. Do you think? I actually think he would be. <laughs> That'd be insane. Like, he could fuck with that, I think. Just let him be A-bomb, that's, I like that. Did you see, um, apparently, Matt Smith's now the big guy for Mr. Fantastic? Uh, I like that more than Adam Driver. I do as well. I think, because cause I just think Adam Driver's better as Doom. Yeah, I, I just think he's better that. as a villain. I would agree with that. Like, I, I think want him to play a hero, but general, I just think I he's just better as that. I can't buy Adam Driver as, like, the, um, the sort of the, the duality of, like, Reed is, like, an upbeat, like, spiffy, like, happy guy. Mm, yeah. And then the backhand of, like, Reed being a sort of a manipulative, egomaniacal bastard. Aye. Someone said that Matt Smith could... Like, I think Driver could play that side. Yes. But Adam and, Driver and would be probably... a better could play the hero too. I think Adam Driver could be a better maker than he could be Mr. Fantastic, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You say he could play the hero. I don't think he could play that hero, though. Nah. That sort of, like, oh, boyish charm. Yeah. Adam Driver's got quite a rugged... Yeah. I can't see Adam Driver as, like... I think of, like, classic Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I think of, like, clean-shaven, cow-like. We're the family and we're going to do wacky super science. Yes. Uh, And then, like, oh, some of the comics deal with the fact that, by the way, he's got a fucking ego on him, does that, Reed Richards? Why is it all... It's always the scientists that are, like, the worst characters in Marvel. Reed Richards sucks ass. Fucking Hank Pym kind of sucks ass sometimes. Tony Stark sucks ass. Beast absolutely sucks ass. (laughs) Hank McCoy, kill him now. Hank McCoy is literally, like, put him in a box and put that (laughs) box... And a fucking blender. Oh my did god. He, did he get meat grinded at the Hellfire Gala? <laughs> fucking probably, mate. Get I don't know. Hank McCoy out. <laughs> like, Kill him now. 
So no, I think Matt Smith could do that. I think Matt Smith could do both. Someone said like it's like House of the Dragon, like versus yeah. Doctor Who. You can see him do like a sort of. I mean, obviously, Matt Smith I think, isn't Doctor Who. Yeah. But like he can play like a sort of a happier go lucky, like maybe more of a chipper character. But he can also do like the the guy whose ego is his biggest weakness. The guy who's like get that hot. Someone said they could literally see Matt Smith go from Mister Fantastic to the Maker as well. Yeah, I like that that casting. I'm big on that. Uh, I don't know why they went to like we're just gonna get stars for Fantastic Four and we're going to pay them the whole fucking budget I don't know why they decided to do well, that you need to be careful because that's one last comment in Secret Invasion this show apparently cost fucking bazillion dollars like 200-300 billion dollars million million sorry 200-300 million I'm pretty sure Oppenheimer didn't cost that much the problem is like that's for 6 episodes that's for 6 episodes but like, what did the money go to the, the CGI fight wasn't that good that's what it cost probably is it just the casting Samuel Jackson does he really just cost that much he does command the premium but like it wouldn't be that much. Just don't pay that premium anymore, then. Yeah. Like, well, aye. The problem with TV shows is it's the five hundred million budget is split over however many episodes. It That's is, fair. Which is harder to Compared judge. Compared to Oppenheimer, is a wee bit unfair, I suppose. Yeah. But it's still like mental. Ah, it's still stupid money, and like they shouldn't be paying that much for that because they should be trying to make a return on this. Exactly. They Especially be, for what they came out with. Exactly. They should be budgeting it properly. That's a want... problem with the whole thing. Like, I don't think most of the movies should be as high there. I don't think they need to be either. Very rarely these days do the movies prove that they really needed the budget they were given. Yeah. But then there's also a degree of like, is that just really like the vision type stuff? Like, Guardians 3 had well, a enough budget. To, they need to match. The problem is like, a lot of artists, you hear them say in interviews, the construction is what makes it great. So like, you talk to, I don't know, an actor that had worked on like, uh, I don't know if it's like Fincher or Tantino. It's like, the script's in. If you change a line, we're reshooting it. Mm-hmm. But we're doing a scene again and there's like that's brilliant for me because it just makes me find like a new meaning in every word that's there mm-hmm. so the like the construction helps the art like form and i think the directors probably need some of that i do too i mean even like if you think about even some of the more popular movies back then fucking like the original star wars yeah was just like george lucas and a bunch of guys fucking making paper plane ships i fucking back lot i mean obviously a lot better than all of them are skilled but they had to go so many things if you actually look at the props yeah. You see that they're just like shit George Lucas pulled out of a fucking skip yeah. and stapled together. And I'm not saying Star Wars was held together by like gluing that. I just mean like, I- I'm trying not to be like, they just don't make them like they used to, but they just don't make them like they used to. Yeah, they just don't. They just have Aye. a big bunch of CGI power and they just throw money at it. And I'm like, back then they were literally just having yeah. to physically craft things and do, figure out how can we do this? Not just, Aye. we can throw a bunch of money to CG it. Like, Evil Dead is made by like pure raw, like I love films, I'm making a film mm. and like I'm doing it come hell or high water somehow star wars is like this is my dream to do this i'm just gonna like put shit in it and i'm gonna find a way to do it movies like that ho- all the horror movies that is or just people like oh let's just make really gross shit let's just get tom savini in and he'll do all the cool like crazy monster effects and mm-hmm. it'll look amazing mm-hmm. that's just what they were doing back then and like everyone nowadays is like you've got 20 million i want 100 mm-hmm. i need you to make a profit on this there's no like i want to do it for the love of it but then that's the thing that's what I was going to say that's why Guardian sees that to me James Gunn does care yeah James Gunn puts the work in yeah he had the money but then he put the money to good use yeah and I'm not just trying to say like the too much budget is, mm. uh, isn't the issue and all filmmakers are like trying that but yeah yeah like Secret Invasion doesn't feel like it was made by a person who cared yeah it felt like they literally just took the check from Disney mm. and delivered a product to fulfill the contract yeah uh, this guy this fucking I can't even remember his name was just like you know uh, Fucking made it just because I wanted to, like, did what I wanted, wanted, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't really okay. care about what you guys think. James Gunn, I don't think, would be caught dead saying that that guy said it was. No, no, no. James Gunn, like, like, there's a reason he decided to leave Marvel and go to another comic book property because he loves it and he wants to do something cool with it. And now he's in a position where he could fucking do a lot of cool with it. Yeah. 
I'm keen to follow that out. Yeah, cinema's dead. Cinema's dead. Scorsese was right. I think yeah. Limit it. your budgets. Don't don't make Fantastic Four or like pay the money to get all the actors and then you yeah. end up with a fucking shit ass script and a terrible movie. Like the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast movie. I want is a lot of money probably, but like if it doesn't work, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I like I like that it's not a big director on it. It's just Matt Shackman, man who done Vision, uh, One Division. Get him in. No, I, I think I trust Shackman. I maybe we'll give them the, the the credit. Well, I mean, I think they they obviously want to find big names because they. They want to make a statement. I'll give yeah. them that much. Aye. This is like the Fantastic Four. Yeah. We want them for a while. They're coming I mean, back. the problem is, this is the Fantastic Four. Then we've got the X-Men. If we don't get a big cast for them. Oh, fucking aye. I it's... mean, I understand them going not a big cast for them more than going for the... Like, if you a cast unknown for the Fantastic Four, I would be more confused. Because they are like just four main folk. Exactly. The X-Men, there's a lot of X-Men. As long as you get like a, a good... Like Aye. couple, like yeah, a, like, a good Wolverine. Like if like you miscast Storm, X. we might have a problem. But if you miscast like fucking Cannonball, no, everyone's gonna be upset with you. Exactly, I one hundred percent that. And even then, like you could pull out some more unexpected people for certain. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's that's not impossible for everyone, but like like for example, when people are like John Krasinski, Mister Fantastic, Emily mm. Blunt, Sue Storm, Aye. that's because they look the part and they are good actors. And it and just made sense. It all makes sense. Yeah. I remember when they cast Alexander Shipp the Storm, and I didn't actually know who Alexander Shipp was. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I'm like, she's a fucking great Storm. Mm. I'm not saying they couldn't do that with Fantastic Four. Yeah. But there's four people in Fantastic Four, and Aye. there'll be like 40 in X-Men. Aye. So, like, I'm not... As long as they get a couple of solid ones, like our good Professor X, yeah. especially on just fucking put Hugh Jackman back as well. I don't care. He said himself he wants to do it. He, he was always like, I'm done with Logan because... As far as I'm aware, this is it. Yeah. I think he literally then comes and said, but see if they want me to see be See if Feige phones me. If Feige phones me, I will be there, absolutely. I will be there no matter what. So, like, just let him continue to be Wolverine. I don't give a fuck. I, like, he's not going to be Wolverine. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that it's actually going to be Laura that comes in as, like, main Wolverine. I just think it makes sense. That's where she's positioned now, like, in the comics. Like, she Pretty is Wolverine. She is the main Wolverine, aye. It just makes sense if you've got old two Jackman who... Everyone loves anyways Wolverine. Why not just have a mentor, a new one that comes in and it's Laura? I just think that would make sense. That would be cool if, like, I, if it was like the movie was like the Wolverine and it was like actually Laura was the main character. She was like the Wolverine. Yeah. X X three becoming Wolverine. Well, I just think that makes Jack sense. Jackman's there as like the mentor. Uh, yeah. Old man Logan type. Like he loves that. He's I always think, he's always doing that. that. He's always being like surrogate dad. Still gets to be Wolverine. Hugh yeah. Jackman. He still gets to run around with his claws. Give him a cool fight at the end or something. You know. There you go. I I, I that would be pretty sound. That's interesting. It's really interesting about how they're going to cast the X Men. I mean, we're still. That's after Secret Wars now. What if, are they even going to be in it? If we get Maybe. that far, the Fox X Men will be in it. Apparently, there's the big dongers lying hard all over Deadpool three. Aye, they're all dead in that movie. We'll see Found how that dead. goes. I'm excited for Deadpool three. I hope that's fucking strike ends. I hope it's in soon, day I. So we can get back to like news and shit. So we get back to like making things and being I, happy. And I can see photos from Deadpool three again. I can knowing that maybe like the writers are actually getting paid a bit fairer now. You know what I mean? Would be nice. Would be fucking nice. Unfortunately, the uh, creators of all these comic characters won't be paid properly. But well, that's true. At least the writers of the current well, uh, stuff will be paid properly. Still a couple of steps to go there. Yeah. Don't pay your writers. You get a secret invasion. <laughs> Aye, exactly. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ! Hang on. Oh, oh, who's on the phone? It's a Cree. Oh, it's a fucking Cree again. What do they want now? Peace talks have fell through. Oh, oh my days. Shit. The Marvel's coming November. Secret Invasion 2. Oh. oh, Jesus. Well, I think I think we've hit the we've hit that. We've hit the nail. I I I would say that we need to say say that we could say. And I'm fine know. with that. Yeah. You know, I don't like to be toxic positivity. I'm happy to admit I didn't like this and we were just able to say, hey, didn't really like that. Not the one I. 
And we were way have a bit of malaise about like the state of the MCU. I still have that little bit like ah, they might pull up one or two good ones. I'm sure Loki's is no they'll, good. They'll definitely put one or two good ones. That's just I think we there's a there's a overall. there's now becoming a a a, a gap between the quality properties of the MCU and the MCU itself. As you say, yeah. the fluctuation in properties. That uh, that's actually a really good note to sort of end on. A great summation I I heard of it, even for people who like the MCU, is you have to admit, and we talked about this, there is a big a, a growing gulf in the quality of the properties. Yeah. That like you said it how there used to be like sometimes instead of a nine you would get an eight. Yeah. Or even a seven at a push. Aye. Now sometimes instead of a nine you get a six or a five. Yeah. Or a fucking two with secret invasion. And then the next one will be a nine. Yeah. And then it's like, oh god, I'm I'm going up and down, and there's also no like flow. Yeah. So when you get no that guaranteed like quality and no the the plot's falling apart, yeah. it does feel like the MCU starting to unravel a wee bit. Yeah. Like oh, I didn't enjoy it, but at least it matters to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. There's none of that, and that's why it's like while I'm not like sort of like the MCU is dead and like it's all over, I just I'm like starting to mentally now parse like there's just the quality of individual properties, and then there's the quality of the MCU, and I think the MCU is getting to be of a lower quality overall right now. Yeah. But I'm still taking the individual wins and, like, holding on to them. When we can get them, yeah. Because yeah. I, I also, you know, it's still good to just see... Con- like, again, I know I keep... T- I've talked about Moon Knight a lot in this. <laughs> because I think Moon Knight, we really underappreciated that motherfucking show. We really just, like, saw it and it came and it went. And, you know, it, I feel like we should have been more like happy you, for that. You need Moon Knight more? We need more, like, Moon Knight. Damn. Moon Knight was, like that great little beacon of just quality and it was like a, just a good show with an interesting story that I'm just holding on to that but like, man fucking Moon Knight was great and I don't need to worry about like Secret Invasion setting up fucking nightmarish plots Aye. for movies where they'll never be relevant exactly we can just like oh we enjoyed Moon Knight and that was it that's all we had today peace out now fucking Europe's great Moon Knight like he's about now he's just doing things out London he's just about, he's just fucking bopping cab driving fucking give him a second season just pop Ramata in there anyway I don't even need Moon Knight to be in kind Dynasty, but oh man, mind that Farrell fucker. He's back. Watch he was about... What I mean? Oh my god. Ah, uh, but you know, it's, I think it's another one where we'll sort of wait with bated breath. Yes, to see what happens next. We'll, we'll obviously, we'll touch base again after Loki. Uh, yeah, that after the, the Marvels. One. I mean, now that we're in the swing of the podcast, we'll probably give, because MCU is one of our biggest things, comics and the shows and all that, mm. we'll talk about that often. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll re- return to this. I'm not saying we'll do like a, an annual like, the MCU is dead and I'm upset. It's not going to be like that <laughs> spider graph of like, it, it's over, we're so fucking back. It's over, <laughs> we're so fucking back. Uh, peaks and valleys of the MCU. We're, we're in the, you know, we're in the it's over right now. Yeah. But see, after looking to do it, we are so fucking we back. We are so fucking back. <laughs> uh, I look forward to that way. Yes, it'll be fun, no doubt. It'll be a, a good laugh for the movies. Uh, don't watch Secret Invasion. Don't. For your own sake, listen to this podcast. You'll get everything you need to get from it. Watch Oppenheimer and Barbie and yes. Blue Beetle. And Blue Beetle, coming out soon. I'm sure Blue Beetle's going to be a large... I have no doubt. Sholo, fantastic actor from Cobra Kai. I'm excited to Love to see it. I'm really keen on that. Oh. Susan Sarandon. Susan what? Sarandon's in Blue Beetle. I just Beetle. forget she's in that. And then I'm like, oh, Susan Sarandon she's in a movie. She's the in Blue Beetle. I love that, man. Susan Sarandon's great. I love that for her too. That's insane. That's insane. Yes, we'll, we'll definitely speak about that because it is, of course, the first DCU character. Not the yeah. first DCU movie, but the first DCU character. Yeah. And we'll talk about why that's annoying in the episode, no doubt. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, thanks for sticking with us, folks. Yes, thanks for another one. Thanks for a good chat, Graham. Thank you, Ewan. And pleasure. Uh, always a pleasure. And we'll see you in the future. We'll see you in the next one, guys. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.
Scenes is a fan-created podcast. We have no affiliation with any of the brand's studios or properties mentioned. All views are our own. Produced and edited by my partner, Rebecca. Music is provided by Epidemic Sound, and the cover artwork was commissioned by Rhiannon and Cargo on Twitter or Instagram. Oh. Bring. Oh. Bring. Who's that? It's the Scrolls. Oh, what? <sighs> the Rat Secret Invasion. Oh, my God. Oh.